I was just watching this video of this lady on this video with this cop talking about she called she called the cops because she wanted her twenty dollars back from some woman that sold her plaster when she wanted to buy rock with twenty dollars. So the cop was like, So you called me because she did not give you crack cocaine. She gave you plaster and you want your twenty dollars back. She said yes, because if you didn't have the crack cocaine, you shouldn't have gave me anything. You should have just let me keep my twenty dollars. Oh my lord. I'm just like, yo, people be on one. What's up, Greg? Not much, just uh, uh, another week. Um, I, I'll, I'll save my shit for the shooting the shit because it wasn't much, but we'll need something. So, mm. what about you? <sighs> Today, I was um, ripping and running, running and ripping. Let me tell you something. When it comes to people who come into town and tell you the night before, mm-hmm. yeah, we doing a like such and such trip, um, and I and they don't say okay, they don't say let's see, let's make plans tomorrow. They don't say what time. It's just like up in the air conversation, right? Then mm-hmm. they actually get to the city you're in and they're just like we made it um supposed to be going to such and such event still not connecting the dots for who they're talking to so to this one i was like okay i I didn't know y'all was leaving that early okay well i'm out with the girls in such and such part of georgia to let them know where i am and they was like, oh, did you move? No, I didn't move. This is just where I am at the moment. And and they was like, oh, we're here um, at um, some birthday. I'm just like, okay. Still not connecting the dots. My thing is like, dog, if you want to see somebody and you're in their city, say, I want to see you. Are you here? Are you near? Do you have something to do today? Don't automatically feel like you're supposed to be top priority in my life because you popping up. See, you better than me. People be like, yo, I'm in your town. I'm like, what the fuck are you telling me for? I'm not leaving. Why? Like. What's up, Stone? I, I don't know what people, what's going on, Stone? I don't know why people feel like they let you know when they got there. As if like all the other plans fell through and they remember like, oh, well, this person's in D.C. It's like, nah, like you already had an agenda when you came out here, like stick it right. up. Or when, you like know, people. Me. Oh, just no, like, I, just I had people. Oh, go ahead. Just like no, my DP. Say, I... Okay. Yeah, Today. messing up because you were like two minutes, like two seconds. <laughs> hey. Oh, okay. So like my DP today. It's been very quiet. Nothing. Nothing is said. Nothing was said yesterday about no type of pussy platter. Here he go at like 8.15 tonight. What's up? So I purposely see see the text and I wait 30 minutes and I say, sup, S-U-P. And it's quiet for the both of us. Because nigga, what the fuck you think this is? You think I don't have no plans of what I'm doing Saturday? 
tonight's show shouldn't be that long because we still got you know I got the <laughs> it don't the matter it's, it's, so. it's, it's the audacity that you want me to read minds and you so bold enough to text me and we both know why you're texting texting me but you won't say it you're looking to see if I'm more eager for a fuck than you and the reality yeah. is I'm not I could care less if that happens but if it does I would like for you to tell me before eight motherfucking o'clock. Yep. But like, what is so hard about like, maybe it's because like, I don't mind like scheduling my shit like before. Like if I know for a fact that I'm going to be out that night, I'm going to text you during the day. Like, yo, just an FYI, 10 PM. I'm coming through. Like it should just be that. It shouldn't be any mystery behind it, but people, what I the, guess, like they don't like to schedule pussy. I don't know. That's a new thing. I don't like, Maybe I don't I'm like, a little bit old. I don't like scheduled dick no. either, but same time, Mm-mm. if you hit me up first and I could care less about talking to you all day and you ain't say nothing all day, then you must be thirsty for pussy more than I'm thirsty for dick. Mm-mm. Because the reality I'm is sorry. if I, it's what he was dishing, I would have been like, What's up? Are you delivering dick today? I didn't. I've been quiet all week. See, y'all better than me. I don't know. I, just, I feel like with me, the reason why some like pussy has to be scheduled is to avoid situations like that. People are like, oh, well, like, what if, like, what if plans change? No, they don't change. If I know I'm trying to get my dick sucked on Saturday, you, you better fucking be ready because I've already planned this shit. Or else, I, you know, I cut it off. Like, and maybe again, that's, you know, old whole Greg. Like, I just feel like if you and I already scheduled some shit to happen, there should be no reason for it to get canceled unless, like, one of your kids gets sick or you fall off the end of Kyrie Irving's flat earth. Like, that's the only two fucking reasons that should ever happen. But, you know, I guess, like, a lot of people, like, you know, spontane- what's, what's the word? Like, just being spontaneous pretty much. Like, oh, well, you know, I'll just come through when I come through. But don't, don't assume that you about to hog my time. But I get that though. But like you said, like you don't like scheduled dick. But it's like if no. dude tells you, like, yo, like, what's the difference between like scheduled dick versus like I'm coming through? I'll let you this know when I be there. Like the thing for me is like I don't want to be like I don't want you to be like, hey, good morning, nine fifteen. I'm coming later tonight. Okay. Nigga, no, I would rather you say, hey, what's 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 your night looking like? Um, I have this to do. About what time you would you be finished around this time? Okay, cool. Um, I I may come through. So in my mind, I'm just like, okay, cool. It's not like a definite. I, I don't have to square out time. I don't know exactly when, but I at least I know I am making space for you. But to hit me at eight something tonight while I'm cooking my dinner for for myself and my girls and. Hit me with a what's up. Nigga, you don't have what's up dick. You have, hey, remember the same dick I gave you the last 10 times? This is what I want to dish you today. Are you busy or not? (laughs) That's not the Mm. dick you got. I know what it's going to be when it gets here. Mm. If you're not coming with nothing new, what's up is not going to get me in any way excited about anything. Yeah, that's fair. I'm just 
you know, hi guys. This is not how we wanted to start Loud Loud Stereo, but <laughs> people, people just be irritating. Like, there's a way to to announce yourself. There's a way to uh, want people's time, and people out here are just so fucking lazy, and they're hoping that the person they're talking to is like a fly on shit about them all the time, and it is not like that. I'm not a fly on shit for anybody. Mm. I I was when I was shopping with the girls today because it's my favorite brother's birthday on Monday, so I was shopping for him today. And we was in the store, and they was just like in the way, and they want to touch stuff. And every store we went in, I had to give them the talk: don't touch shit, don't pick up shit. I'm not buying shit. I'm not buying no candy. Don't ask me for shit. And it got yeah. to the point where it was like, oh, are you done? <sighs> Is this the last story? I said, you know what? And I was I was loud enough for everybody in line to hear me. I said, if it was legal to leave y'all asses in the car, y'all be in the car. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> but it's not. Jesus. So shut up so I can purchase this shit. <laughs> <Mm-mm-mm>. <laughs> like, shit. Man. I said, oh, I cannot. <laughs> I cannot, but um, yeah, that was mostly my Saturday, like running the streets and going to different stores and trying to find, trying to find the water I wanted, um, instead of all this fake water that be in stores and trying to dodge target fake water. Yeah, all this chemical based water on the shelves. I like a particular, and if it's not the Mountain Spring water. In the glass bottle or the crystal geyser, I don't want this shit. And mm. I went to four different stores to look for the water, and finally I found it. And it's just annoying to shop with kids. Period. So that was my day. But then I um I've been doing my brother's birthday project all day, um, where I created some some uh merch for him for his shop, some t shirts. So mm-hmm. I'll take him tomorrow, but I'm just like, damn, today would have been a perfect day to not have my children. Yeah. I, I wish. Um, last night, we went for the first time ever with too many people. We went to do laser tag for my future brother-in-law's um, birthday. So we went to this place out in the middle of fucking nowhere to go laser tag and with, you know, him, my sister, and a bunch of his friends and stuff. Um, sometimes I forget that I'm black because when I go to nigga events and I'm like, yo, I just really want to go home right now. Like that was what happened last night. Uh, and the reason for it, it was fun. But the issue is sometimes niggas are just going to be niggas. And that shit was really like present last night to the point where my future brother-in-law, he said to his friends, he was like, yo, like, y'all just can't go nowhere. And I was like, oh, damn. so it's not just me. So, like, you see the, the nigga shit happening. Uh, basically, like, they're ordering, because we went laser tagging, so they ordered, like, DoorDash and shit. Mm-hmm. Because they, they didn't know how to just eat before. Like, it was an event that was supposed to happen at, like, you know, at 7, right? So everybody knows, all right, if the event is happening from, like, 7 to 10, please explain why you're ordering food because you're hungry at 7.30. So, the order of food at seven thirty, 
and they're going to like Buffalo Wild Wings and stuff and going and getting their food. I'm like, yo, like you realize we have to go in there to play laser tag. So as we're playing laser tag, like one of the like folks that were there was like, oh, well, you know, can we pause the game real quick so I can go get my food from DoorDash? I'm like fucking DoorDash got to wait. Like, what are we doing here? So again, just nigga events. So that was, you know, yesterday. That's all I today, people and then let me tell you this about your laser tag post that you did i thought you had skylar like attached on you like a baby carrier oh, nope. and the- nope. oh, good She's nope. Not with that, nope that that was the actual little gun thing that they like tell you you gotta shoot so you have to hold like both triggers and shit like that in order but to I work you, but- i doubled back at that goddamn picture i was like wait a minute mm-hmm you know me, I don't even post photos and shit like that no more. I, like, you know what? Like, you don't see me enough. I think I've done enough social media. I ain't got to keep posting selfies and Get shit, it. but a lot of people do. And, you know, it's just not my thing anymore. Plus, getting in shape, I just rather just show people the final product. I, I just rather not be like, you know what? Cool. I'm going to go ahead and do like some people be like, oh, here's the transition photos. Here's me every three days from the gym. Like, ah, like that shit is weird to me. So completely mm-hmm. avoid that. Anyway, that was yesterday. Today, I woke up with a mission of cleaning the entire fucking apartment. I advise Mm. anybody that ever thinks about doing that shit to not. Shan inspired me because we were talking yesterday on Spaces, and I was like, oh, let me go and do this, that, and the third, this, that, and the third, you know, cleaning Mm. the house, you know. When we were talking about, like, the cleaning companies, I was like, you know what? Shan inspired me to go and just do it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, no, just don't fucking do that. <laughs> no, the, the, the reason here's the thing: like, I don't mind cleaning my own house. I enjoy it. The issue mm-hmm. is, I don't enjoy doing it with an 18 month year old because that technically means I'm doing it myself. So my wife has to watch the baby as I'm cleaning. I clean top to bottom baseboards, floorboards, um, the I swept, uh, everything but mop because like hardwood floors. So I had to like wait because can't do it with an 18 month year old. Cleaned both bathrooms, right? Cleaned both bathrooms and I wasn't satisfied to the point where Shan, I lied to you not. In the middle of cleaning, I stopped and I drove to Home Depot. In the I, middle I noticed of- there was- in the middle of fucking cleaning, I stopped, got the baby in the car, and we drove to Home Depot. Here's the reason. Well, I, I, I noticed there was like a like a calcium, like what do you call it, like a calcium like buildup in like the, the toilet, like for the guest bathroom that never gets used, right? It's just like mm-hmm. hard water collected, like the surface, like the base of it. And yeah. I couldn't get it out with like the scrub and all that other stuff. Like I was like, oh, like this shit's just not coming out. So I'm like, all right, looks like I got to go on a trip, right? The last time I tried to clean the toilets almost killed me um, because I they did what look- black moms used to do in the, like, the early nah, like 90s no. and shit like that. Nigga, I went and, man, I seasoned the fuck out of the bed. Shan, this is how bad it was. A, a few months ago, and this is why like, we honestly get the cleaning company to come as much as they do. I decided that I was going to go use Clorox and I did like the black mom when she actually wants you to clean, just put fucking Clorox on everything, the sink, the toilet, the the base around the toilet, the fucking shower uh, tile, the t- 
tub, every fucking thing had that on it, right? Then I made Mm -hmm. the critical mistake. Being in full cleaning mode, I decided, I was like, okay, I can't get this calcium because the calcium was there again because, you know, I hadn't, like, tried to figure out why we haven't used that bathroom. Mm -hmm. I made the critical mistake of putting fucking bleach in the toilet with the Clorox. Chemicals on chemicals. Chemicals on chemicals. But then this is where it got bad. Then you can only do I shit like that with a bathroom that has windows, Greg. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Not only does it not have windows, but the ventilation was fucked up. So I opened oh. up the windows and stuff like that. Uh, and mind you, Skylar was with me. Just was, like, gone somewhere for the weekend or whatever. And just will tell you, like, I almost literally, like, I almost killed, like, people that live above and below us, right? Because what I did was I used bleach, I used the Clorox, I used the scrubbing bubble shit. Um, so basically, bleach, ammonia, um, all the bad cleaning things, right? And then something dawned on me. Oh, and then, oh, oh shit, and white vinegar too. Let's not forget that. I use fucking white vinegar as well, Shane. Shane, all I know is I walked into the bathroom and I started coughing. I was like, this don't feel right. I go and I call now. You're lucky you pass out. No, we got not, three messages I, from. Uh, hold on, oh, hold, just one. Hold on. Yo, we just so we just going wall slide slide by. In fact, you said you was shopping for your favorite brother. What kind of shit is that? Uh huh. Yeah, she shit. said that. She said that. She That's said real that. shit. When you you have five brothers, you can have a favorite. That's crazy. Yo, eighteen month year old. It's not a thing. Yo, a year and a <laughs> half, 18 months, we're going to keep calling. Like, I'm going by the numbers until she turned two. Like, and the only reason I can do that is because I know how to count. Like, I'm not going to be like one of the parents who's like, oh, they're, like they're 43 months. I'm like, nah, at, at that point, no. Like, and somebody actually told me, like, Greg, like, after she turns one, you could just say, like, 14 and 15 months. But then you have to say year and a half. I'm like, no, the fuck I don't. I just say that until she turns two. Because at that point, I feel like, there's two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old. But, again, that's just me. And right now, I got... Actually, she's not even a fucking... She's 18... Well, she'll be 19 months at the end of this. No, because there's no 29. So, on March 1st, she will be 20... Uh, what is, I'm sorry, 19 months. So, yeah, I got me a 18 and three-quarter baby. Oh, we'll call um, it that, so. I hate it. <laughs> hey, yo, four rocks and bleach. It's, it's, it's the same thing. I'm pretty sure you're talking about ammonia. No, it was it, bro. Like it was everything. Like you probably did well, the last thing. The thing that I learned through TikTok is the Clorox wipes that people swear mm-hmm. by. You buy them, they don't even have bleach in it. Yep. So people have been spending fucking seven, eight dollars for them tubs, and they don't do a fucking thing. That's a fact. That's crazy. Well, all I know is I use the scrubbing bubbles, that, that foam shit, the um, Clorox. I use the actual, chlor- uh, what do you call it? The What is that fucking shit called? The the green shit that you just like sprinkle like parsley all over your fucking bathroom. That shit. So everything I use, I was like, yo, yo, all I know is I called, I called, the, I called the police department, not the police department, the fucking fire department or whatever. They're like, yeah, um, you should be fine. All you have to do is open up the windows, like basically close my bed, uh, my bedroom door, close 
like the other doors in the house or whatever. That bathroom, though, close that one and like open the windows and just leave out for like two or three hours. So baby and I, we go visit grandma, hang out for two hours. I'm trying to explain to my grandmother what happened. And she was like, yo, that was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard you do. That's stupid. Mm -hmm. And I was like, grandma, I, I was just I was in a mood. Right. So I was in a mood to clean. And I wasn't thinking clearly. Plus, I was like, you know, watching a baby and shit like that. And I decided while she was napping to go clean. There's nothing worse than waking up a baby who's actually napping to go somewhere when they haven't completed their nap. So she's yeah. grumpy and shit like that. And then I couldn't get her back to sleep. Yeah. So, you know, needless to say, after I did that today, went to Home Depot, got all the regular shit that I needed to get. Clean the bathrooms, top to bottom toilets and all this other stuff went great vacuum you know everything did everything i needed to do in you know like the living room i was like i'm gonna save the rest of the bedrooms until tomorrow so that's my project for tomorrow but the fucking kitchen that needs its own cleaning company like i don't care like how big or small your kitchen is you should not have to do this shit by yourself so just is laughing at me her and the baby because they see me from top to bottom, scrubbing shit. I haven't even gotten to the fridge. I went and I opened cabinets. I threw pretty much the equivalent of three full black trash bags of just shit. I had like old mugs and shit like that that I got from like work, all of the trash. Um, food that had expired in the fucking trash. Um, then I made the critical mistake of pulling out my oven, right? I pulled gently so I didn't like take the gas thing with it, right? Take the oven slide it forward and i clean behind that bitch i told jess we're, no, we're never cooking again i don't give a fuck like i went out to outback tonight there was there was shit i was like what the fuck like you would think we sat like we literally sat at the oven to eat because i'm talking like <laughs> shit like them, oven, them oven slit uh plastic things they're yeah, like rubber they come in like yes. a set of two that is a lifesaver. I have two of them and they fit exactly in the little slot because when you move the oven, ain't nothing but crumbs and shit. Matt, and here's the thing. I'm trying to figure out where the fuck the crumbs come from. Like, but then I thought about it. I'm like, all right, for the amount of, you know, that I cook and shit like that. I'm talking about mm -hmm. like little port, like portions of chicken that just fly up and just, you know, you think it hits the ground, but it's really just on the corner of the, like the stove and shit yeah. like that. Then you have like grease that just like grease, grease and oil and shit. And that just like goes on the side and we have yeah. one of those like stoves that has a microwave on top of it because we're in an apartment you know how they try to like consolidate everything like stove yeah. and then microwave right on top of shit man hear me out so i had never done this until today usually the cleaning company does it so when i did it i was so fucking just i was like yo i must have been living in filth for like a month and a half this is what the fuck is this i go and i'm I clean the microwave. That's fine. But right above the uh, the stove and the microwave, it's like the spot. It's like two cabinets that they you can store shit in. But the outside of them was covered in like a like a film of just like oil that was just not. I don't even want to call it oil. It was just like moisture, right? So mm -hmm. you can't see it. You can only feel that shit. And I never actually used those cabinets. So. I'm cleaning it. Like I used like the multi-purpose cleaner, some soap, hot water and shit like that. Right. So I'm cleaning it and I'm looking at the fucking towel I was using. I was like, yo, like I can't even use this again to wipe this back down. I have to throw this away. There was so much. Oh, I'm like, yo, this is disgusting. Like how the fuck 
So I told, you know, one of my friends on Twitter, like, yeah, Greg, that's why a lot of people hate having like stoves with like micro uh, microwaves and like cabinets on the top of it. And the mm-hmm. reason for that is because all that heat has to go somewhere. So it does, it can't go, you know, it's not going down. So yeah. all that heat is going up. So all that oil that's splattered and shit like that, he was like, well, you know, do you use the splatter guards? And I was like, yeah, I have them, but I don't use them every time I cook. And he was like, yeah, the splatter guards will help. The issue though is over time it's still going to build up. But you know what I mean about those splatter guards where it's like you put it on top of the pan. So like anything that you're cooking, it hits that splatter pan, but it doesn't like go everywhere. I got pot covers. I have the little oven slit things. And then at the dollar store, they have like this um, fake plastic wallpaper thing that you can put mm-hmm. on the back splash of the, um, the uh, where the, the wall where the oven is. That way, like when you're yeah. cooking and it splatters and it gets on the wall because the paint that's in this house is not wipeable paint. It's flat, mm-hmm. chalky paint so if it oh, gets yeah. there, i gotta i gotta paint and so i'm just like fuck that so i just got it it's like a i think it costs like two dollars it's the exact mm. space a uh, size of the um the wall that the oven should be in and i just put it up there it's already it's already sticky and it comes right off when you want to move mm-hmm. because i don't have well, time neither. to be cleaning walls from the fact that I cooked. And you know, the most delicious foods be the messiest in the process. Agreed. So the moral of the story, you know, that, that long story I was drawing out is this. From now on, the fucking cleaning company is coming in. I don't mind spot cleaning, <laughs> but that, that deep fucking cleaning, I'm never doing it again. And the reason why is when we get a house, I'm not, I know me. Like if I don't go in that room, I expect that shit to be clean because nobody else goes into that room. Like yeah. we expect to have like the, what do you call it? Like the guest bedroom and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. whenever we get a house, like a basement and shit, I know I'm going to be in that basement. So the living room or the formal living room, whatever the fuck you want to call it, nobody better be in that bitch. Like that room, I should only have to go in there to dust. I shouldn't have to go in there to vacuum. Cause you motherfucker shouldn't be in there. I shouldn't have to worry about, you know, going in there and like fixing pillows because nobody should sit on that couch, right? Mm-hmm. But when you live with like a, you know, a almost two year old, because you know, Stone's like a not nah, eighteen months ain't gonna go, right? Mm-hmm. The amount of shit that I go through trying to clean is ridiculous. But what made it worse is like I have a daughter and a wife that I don't know how, but fucking hair just ends up places. So. The, the last little point I wanted to make was the tub shit. So we have the little drain thing that protects from like female hair. And I know like Stone has like, you know, family and everything too, right? So it's like, okay, like if you have daughters and you have like a wife and shit like that, hair will go down that fucking drain. And I don't want to try to like you, what do you call it? That little Drano thing, that little stick that you end up like moving around and you end up. I like this. A lifetime. When I, when I put this stick in there over a period of time, it just feels like I'm doing justice work. Because the drain <laughs> thing, the hair in it, it's like putting your hand in a sink full of dishes. Yes. Dish water. Yes. I don't want to touch hair, yes. even though it's from, like my daughters and me. Yes. I don't want to touch old hair. So I would rather. Yes. Let that pipe be wide open and just put that um that pipe cleaner in there every once and again and grab the hair out of there. Well, 
that's one of the main reasons I went to Home Depot, I, you know, outside of getting some other stuff to clean. And mm-hmm. this like TikTok that I saw on last, was it Tuesday? There was a guy who was like, yo, if you have like women in your life and they come over and shit like that, or if you live mm-hmm. with them, what you have to do is get this. It comes in a, it's like a black bottle and it comes in a, like a plastic bag and like just always put it back in that black bag because you never know. Like it's really poisonous and shit like that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. If you drink it, obviously. So what you're supposed to do is you pour that in the drain and it fucking melts the hair and all this other stuff and you never have to worry about it. And I only learned it from that TikTok because the guy was like, people who live in apartments have it easy because they can just always call maintenance. But he was like, imagine having to call a plumber every time like you have like a clogged drain or some shit like that. A landlord for this house. In the lease, mm-hmm. he was like... The, the yard and plumbing is on you. I was like, okay, cool. Yard, I pay $80 every month during spring and summer to get it cut. Um, mm-hmm. Every two weeks. That's cool. Plumbing mm-hmm. shit? I was like, so Alan, yeah. this is going on with the shower or, or the tub. But when you call plumbing places they'd be like are you the owner of the tenant and i'd be like the tenant they'd be like well we can't take anything or any say from you we need an owner to call so a lot of times when landlords who have houses put that out of their lease for the tenant it becomes their headache anyway because they gotta be the people to be like hey i want you to come out here and touch my house shit so even though it says i'm not supposed to he's not supposed to do the plumbing shit he was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to just call my guy that I have on payroll to do like the maintenance on his on his houses because he has 10 other houses. And he was like, don't worry about it. You're not going to pay anything. He'll fix it. Mm-hmm. And so he came here and because because it's a house from like 1960 something, the pipe parts are old. So he has to go to like different shops to see if they have certain parts or replace the whole thing. And so that was like a problem for a little bit. But I hate that plumbing shit. The toilet shit, the toilet running, I think um, last summer cost me $250. I just got that fixed um, the other week, my brother. I replaced all the parts in the toilet in, in the girl's bathroom. I just bought a whole kit and I was like, throw the old shit in the trash and and put this in and hopefully that fix it because I didn't want to see exactly what was a little piece that was fucked up in the toilet because that's a different language to me. I'm not, I can't do that. If it, if it don't come with the flathead or the Phillips, I can't fuck with it. If it don't work with an Allen key, I can't fuck with it. So, um, after I had my brother replace it, it's good. It's not running no more, but Nah, that, that that's when like house ownership shit. People feel like they want that shit, but then when you talk to homeowners and they've done replace their AC for like the third time, which is expensive as fuck, and don't let them have two ACs because they have three floors of their house. Mm-hmm. Most homeowners that are in this shit for a little bit, at least twelve years, about they're ready for a penthouse apartment. Because the house shit, some people think they're doing a good thing by getting a new bill. And sometimes mm-hmm. people feel like they're doing a good thing by getting an old structure and just fixing it up as they go. But either mm-hmm. way, it's going to cost you because when you get a new bill, 
once you're in it and you start using your shit, then you start to see where the people did shortcuts when they should have used certain exactly. quality things. So and that's that's an issue that I'm I'm currently having. I don't want to like keep us going. You know, I know we gotta get into the show, but yeah. like this house hunting shit, it's starting to annoy the fuck out of me. And the reason why, right? The percentage went from was it three and a half to four point two five in mm-hmm. the span of like three months because like the world's opening back up, which is pretty much putting pressure on us to like find the right fucking home, right? So yeah. one house that we really liked, right? I asked the lady or the realtor, I was like, yo, like, you know, this house, you know, we like it. Can we come see the shit on Saturday? Right. And she was like, yeah, you know, they, you know, most of these homes now, like they want offers like immediately. I was like, okay. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, the reason why they probably want offers that quick is because they either one know something's wrong with that fucking house. is trying to get rid of it as quick as possible. to the first person that's going to bid, or you're going to end up having somebody that's going to overbid trying to like, you know, win that competition. And the thing yeah. is like their financing falls through, but now that's the new price that they think that they're going to get for that fucking house. So the yeah. house was like 385, right? So it's like four bedroom, two and a half bath. I'm like, Ben, this works for us. Like, you know, four bedrooms is perfect because we got, you know, us, a kid and a possible. And then we got when the in-laws and the family come over and shit, right? Then it had its own like lower level, like living room. It had the top level living room, had a big kitchen. It needs to be renovated, though. Like, the kitchen completely, I feel like, has to be redone. It still had, like, the white tile and shit. I don't do white tile. I'm sorry. I can't do it. So that shit had to be done. Then the bathroom had to be redone. So I asked. I was like, how much do you think this kitchen's going to have to be done? She was like, oh, there be, like, 20000 30000 I was like, okay. So three eighty five, twenty thousand 20000 at least on average 20000 I was like, what about the bathroom? She was like, you know, five to $10,000. i am like, yo, it's, it's too fucking much. Why, why the fuck couldn't they do that shit? Like, they lived in that house for at least... 10 15 years right why in the fuck does it have like a blue sink like when i say blue sink i'm talking about like those old like when you go to the south and shit like that and like that i was like why the fuck is that like that it's disgusting right so i don't want to go and have to pay money to live there and then have to like move or go somewhere while they're fixing my shit up during the day like i don't want that i want my house to be what it is so i asked them i was like okay if it's Actually, no, I lied. It was at three fifty nine. I'm sorry. So it's three fifty nine because we're looking at the ad now. So it's three fifty nine. Our realtor tells us, "Oh yeah, we expected to go, you know, for about like four hundred thousand. What the fuck for? It's going to go for four hundred, but we also have to put in at least fifty to sixty thousand dollars worth of work into the fucking house in order to make it like, like something that we actually want to live in. Big ass backyard, really nice house. Like the bones are nice. The house is nice." But I just personally want to be able to just be move in ready. When I say move in ready, it doesn't have to have fucking all the bells and whistles, like marble floor. I don't need all that. But I do need the house to look like somebody fixed it up before they sold it to us instead of saying, you know what? We're just going to give them a shell of shit and they're going to have to pay a high price for it. So I told her, I was like, yo, we can't do it. So crazy. Um, I'm not looking to buy a house right now, but all of my friends are. Mm-hmm. And the process is high key stressful as fuck. Yep. It's to the point where, as a friend of a friend, don't tell me shit about what house you're looking at or even love because that makes it harder for me 
because I don't want them to lose out on the house that they love. And so when they lose out on the house that they love, whether it's through inspection and that shit fall through and they find mold and the person that's selling it doesn't want the, to wait anymore for the closing. They want them to hurry up, but you only want them to hurry up because you hiding shit. That shit just be like, fuck it. I'm just rent. <laughs> because the audacity of you to rush somebody just because they got pre- pre-approved you know you don't have to wait for the money. You know the money's good, but you don't have the patience for someone to do their due diligence of inspecting what they're buying. Mm-hmm. It's and rude to me. That right there. Everything you're saying, I'm like, oh, like, I, I wish I could just fucking, like, high-five you through the phone. Because I'm like, bro, like, oh, like this, this shit is so frustrating, though, Shant. Like, Maybe in a couple weeks when, you know, we do another episode, I'm like, oh, like, you know, shit is going right. Like, you know, I, I found something. We found something. But right now, the reason why it's so hard is because people want to sell that shit immediately. But they don't want to fix it. Oh, they I don't want to pay. They know as a seller, they're in a better position than you. Mm-hmm. And they know it's like 30 people to each house. And a lot of what's happening is the contractors, because they have the money overhead, they'll beat out any pre-approved husband Mm -hmm. and wife or single parent that got the pre-approval to do this. And they'll always be able to top what your pre-approval is because they have the capital to. So it's just like a shit time to be buying because I have a friend that's pre-approved for 300k and she's mm-hmm. still struggling to find house. Yeah, trust me. 300 like 300k here is a studio. Like the difference in like DC and Maryland like that is a fucking studio. When I say a studio, I mean like a condo, but to me a condo is a studio. I don't give a fuck what anybody tells you. Oh yeah, I want, I want to purposely for 30 years pay for a fucking apartment. But instead of calling an apartment, we call them the condo because they pick up our garbage every day at five o'clock. Fuck that. Like, no, like I'm not paying three hundred thousand dollars to say, you know what I'm going to do? Pay for an apartment with mortgage. I already do that. I already have an apartment with a mortgage price. Why the fuck would I pay for a condo with a mortgage for a house? It don't make sense. So I'll tell you on average in like we live in like like right on the line of D.C. Right. So where we where we live at. The homes around us, when we first moved in this part of town seven years ago, the fucking houses were about, I'd say like 220, 230. Right now, these same homes are valued at like $435,000, right? So people uh-huh. are thinking they can go and just take the house that they did nothing with for the past fucking eight, nine years. No renovations. I'm, I'm talking about people still got barn doors, right? Yeah. And God forbid, I fucking hate barn doors. I don't know why people thought that I that was a barn style. Door no. no. Closets are one thing, Shan, but I'm talking about an entryway to a room. You do uh, not do fucking barn doors. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I I appreciate I appreciate the houses that have graduated from closed off room kitchens. Like that was crazy. Yeah. But Shan, when, when I'm I, I'm gonna send you some of these houses because one house, this is how old the house is, Shan. A lot of you not. The bedrooms still have mirrors for the closet. Like the closet, it has oh. like that sl- the slide. I'm like, yo, who the fuck wants? To- 
I'm sorry. Maybe it's because I don't watch enough horror movies, especially the one with the guy's name we ain't going to say. Where you have the fuck, like you imagine going to bed and like you look like away from the fucking TV to go to bed at night and you see fucking six mirrors. I don't want to know where are we living at when we got in our bed when we got fucking no. Another thing that I'm getting more comfortable with is understanding that the first house I buy doesn't have to be the house. Yeah. But I I absolutely like I do subscribe to that. My issue though is where we are right now when it comes to like the pandemic and stuff like that. Like I want the house that I know for a fact I'm going to grow on. Like, you know, we can grow into, but it's also not going to be like so tight where it's like the three of us we just got a house to get the house and it's like okay all it was was an apartment with stairs right like i I don't want that shit so when i see people in dc selling or even like in silver spring and like bethesda and shit like that they're selling like three bedroom two bed i'm sorry yeah three bedroom two and a half bath homes for like Mm -hmm. 380 but they're 915 square feet how my house that I'm in now is a three bedroom, two and a half bath, twelve hundred square feet, and roughly one hundred and sixty-eight k. I'm talking Trust a big, ass, big ass front and backyard and driveway, and that's why I'm just like, if I ain't, if I ain't a trust baby, if I ain't bringing three hundred k a year by a job and I have a companion, there's no reason for me to live above West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I'm telling you, you're not getting nothing. Stress. It's too much stress. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a friend, well, one of my podcast co-hosts actually, like she moved recently from like our area to New York. And in my head, I'm happy for it, but I'm also like, yo, it's fucking New York. We actually, one of the other podcasts, uh, so I, she just moved from there to Mexico. And she's like, Greg, like, you know, for my fucking rent, she's like, she pays like fucking six, seven hundred dollars. And I'm like, wait, so compared to what the other podcast host probably pays, maybe like twenty eight, twenty nine hundred to live in Jersey, not even New York proper to be in fucking Jersey. I couldn't do it. I have friends who they moved from uh, Brooklyn, New York to San Diego, California, and they were paying for a one bedroom apartment there in Brooklyn. I think they paid like thirty six. So you paid thirty six hundred dollars to live in New York in a, a one, pretty much a studio with a door because that's what it was. So thirty six hundred versus going to San Diego and they have like a two bedroom, but they're paying like forty. I think it's like forty. So I'm sorry, four thousand. Like yo, like four thousand dollars for a two bed. Fuck that, yo. I will move to fucking Iowa. And live in a box with Kanye West before I pay that much. That shit costs too much. I'm sorry. So, again, in a couple episodes, we'll come back and we'll revisit it. I just needed, just like I told her, I needed a day off. I needed a week off. I cannot do any more, like, looking at homes right now because it's stressful as fuck. And with the mortgage rates going up right now, them being like 4.25, we pretty much have six months to figure out what the fuck we're doing because jobs are opening back up. Companies are telling people, get back in the fucking office. We do not want y'all at home no more and shit. Mm. Eventually, the rate's going to go back up to 5 6 7%, possibly 8 I don't want to be that high. They told us for three eighty five dollars that house that I wanted, the one I told you about, mm-hmm. they're telling us the mortgage would be 2500 a month. Mm. 
I can't do it. I can't see me paying close to um, like $2,500. And that's without files. That's without like, you know, water, electricity and shit like that. If something yeah, you, breaks, the fucking... What used to be like, you know, if you can to stay for a, for a house, you know, get a smaller place. I have friends that are in a one-bedroom apartment paying $1,400 a month. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, dog, no. Nope. <laughs> you no, could have got two extra rooms, another bathroom, your own yep. driver. You don't have to pay for parking. Like, what are you doing? So we got, we got to talk on an episode about moving back home. we I, I feel like we have to have that talk. We haven't done it and yet. that's why people who have parents who still have their house or they mm-hmm. have a house and they welcome you to come in. I tell people you are very wealthy if you have that because my mom doesn't have a house. My dad's house sold after he died. So there is no... If I can't do it, I got this place. I have to do it. When my yes. mom wants to visit the girls, she's coming here. They're not going to where my mom lives. My mom lives with a friend who has an extra room. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the reality mm-hmm. of people. So when people have uh, parents who have a home and they can go, I would been in that bitch so quick. Yo, like. Real quick, I know we got to get back to the show. Q, when his mom passed, rest in peace to her, when she passed, she passed down the house to him and his brother and sister, right? They mm-hmm. sold that house for rough, I think, I think he said it was like two, it was between 230 and 260, right? Downtown DC, like two blocks away from the, the Washington, that I'm was, sorry, from the US Capitol, and like that. right on like a strip. Sam, I lied to you, not the person who bought it. Took the house. It was a, a three bedroom house, basement that was like unfurnished and shit like that. But still had two bath uh, two bathrooms, fully unfinished basement. Had a living room. It had uh, street parking, but whatever. Sold it for between two thirty and two sixty. Do you know they added parking to the back of the house? Added a deck, put a sauna in the backyard on top of the, that shit. They also added grass in the back. Now, mind you, most places in DC don't have grass, right? I lied to you not. They put that shit back on the market for $719,000 and it sold. <laughs> so I, t- I tell people, like you said, if you have grandparents or like legacy family members who they're thinking about letting their house go or selling to somebody because, hey, they're trying to gentrify the area, fucking stay there until they kick you out. Even Let if you got to get a roommate. Um, I saw... I saw on a post, and you are completely right about that shit, where they're offering people $10,000, $15,000 for their house. I'm just like, if you sell that shit, I'll suck the shit out of you. Because these Man, people what? are going to put 250K plus houses where your little house is. Exactly. Or just knock the shit down completely and just put up with those, like, the, not, they're not even apartments, it's the four by four. So it's like, the like the little like apartments was like just four units. I think they, they call them yeah. multi units. Was like you know it's yeah. two floors, but it's like two apartments or on the top and then two at the bottom and shit like that. Those uh, multi yeah. units. I've so seen you that know, shit like, done. It it can be done, but a lot of states they're catching on to people on how they're doing that and basically mm-hmm. living for free. 
when they do that because they're charging you if you are the owner and you want to live in one of those units. Mm-hmm. Before, some states don't charge you if you want to live in one of the units. So you're basically in one of the units and you're not paying anything and everybody else is paying for your mortgage of of the whole thing. But some states are like, nah, you got to give us a cut. Mm-hmm. Like it's a shysty, it's a shysty thing out here, no matter how you cut it. Um, what I am enjoying, and then we can get into the topic because I know mm-hmm. you don't want to be a longer show. I am enjoying the landlords that are on TikTok showing the backlash of having properties and seeing how people do that shit dirty. Mm. Because people are always out there, you should get property, you should rent it out. But there's a backlash to that shit when people ruin your shit. Mm-mm-mm. When people um, try to nickel and dime and go six months without paying rent and you still got to pay on that shit. But a lot of people don't talk about that. So I, I like when the landlord be on there showing like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I wanted to do that. That looks like another problem. Yeah. Now one um one of the, my podcasts that I listen to, right? So one of the guys, he like his grandfather had like a place in like not even Lynchburg, but some place in Virginia, right? So he had a place in Virginia, and mm-hmm. when he passed away, he passed it down to him, who was the podcast host. I'm gonna send you the link for this episode too. What happened was they had like rented it out to somebody during a pandemic and shit like that. That person mm-hmm. who lived there then moved their family in there and they moved out. So, so they moved out, they moved their family in and they just stopped making payments on the house. But the thing is, they didn't leave. So they essentially became squatters. And the issue is since he rented it out, he couldn't get them to move out. So he had to actually make an agreement with them to find them a place to stay in order to get them out of the house because it's against the law for people to get kicked out of like, at least in Virginia it is. I don't know how it is everywhere else, but I told myself, I was like, yo, if I ever own a property, I'm not renting that shit out to nobody. I'd rather make that shit an Airbnb and make people pay for that shit than ever say, you know what? Like, you know, my cousin needs a place to stay. A family member needs a place to stay because they're going to abuse the fuck out of you being family and they're going to stay there for as long as possible. And I don't want that shit. So that, that's all I had to say with you. Mm. Okay, y'all. Time for this topic, okay? So uh, Greg brought, brought some things to my attention on uh, these topics. And I think a lot of people have been talking about, you know, why men this and why women this on different things. But it has all been negative. I want to approach this in a positive way. So like how can men and women support each other in a positive way? Because I just truly believe men and women have all been hurt and scared to try at this point in time. As of 2022, most of us men and women are scared to try with people because we don't know their intentions and we just feel like everybody is phony as you should feel. But at the same time, it's kind of like, Because of all the negative things I hear that's a possibility when it comes to children in the world, am I going to keep them in this bubble forever and not uh, let them experience the world? Or am I going to let them experience? Same thing for you. Are you going to live in a bubble of not meeting new people because 
how many negative ways it can go wrong or are you going to try? So I think while masking uh, your hurt out here with men and women, some people don't even deal with it. They just get with somebody new to try to forget about what they need to deal with. And when men and women learn to be kind to one another and honest about their boundaries and not just play nice, AKA to save face, I feel like then we can have like some real progress. Then we can have some real discussions on what they want and what they can give and what they are willing to allow. I think we all deserve to be loved the way that we want to. We deserve to be protected and we deserve to be with somebody that uplifts us to do our best. But that's Mm -hmm. not going to happen while people are being phony. Like, I think if someone asks you right now, how could a man or woman support you better? I feel like everybody should have their answer. And if you don't have an answer, then that tells me you're, you've been being phony to whoever you've been dealing with because that answer should be already on your tongue. Mm-hmm. Because today, um, Jews from Chilima Jews podcast, he had posted this article about this couple in New York that been living separately and they said that's been working in their relationship. And so he was like, he was like, this is some shit that will work perfect for me. And I was just like, exactly. If I could find a man that understands that I'm about him a thousand percent, but at the same time, understand that I do not want to see your ass every day. Mm -hmm. And I feel like something can shake because I know there is also men out here who would love to have a woman they can trust and, and bond and grow with. But at the same time, just because I'm with you, I'm not trying to deal with your mom every day because y'all close or she don't have a husband. Just because I'm with you, I don't want to have to have your family coming over our house every day or your mom calls you every day or you fighting with, is it her decision on what we do with our kids or is it our decision? Mm-hmm. And that, I feel like that all comes with boundaries. Sometimes you might find yourself in a great relationship and y'all been in this relationship at the same level for five years, six years, seven years. And you sitting there wondering why this person won't marry you. And it's because they don't see what the difference is going to be once y'all get married. Mm-hmm. Yep. They don't see the boundaries that you're going to set with your parents, with your sister, with your work. They don't see you putting them as a priority or the things that you're saying are not matching the things that you're doing. So they're not making any moves. Mm. Like it's not hard out here. And so I think Greg can speak on the men part on like what support for a man looks like. But for me, I think support for women looks like investing in their talents and their passions. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying just because, you know, selling lashes right now means I need you to buy 10 K in lashes so she could sell them. No. If you see like somebody is just going on to like, what's the latest thing to think that you know that's how they're gonna make money then i i don't think that's smart if this person has never ran a business i don't think this is the time for you to buy buy them a storefront 
that's not mm-hmm. smart. But at the same time, if you see somebody been going to school, been getting better, been doing webinars, been studying, been showing you business um, proposals, the, the numbers make sense and they just need some sort of investment to start so the money can be rolling and you trust them. I feel like if that's the woman you want long term or however y'all want your relationship and it match, then that's where you would invest in. Also, for women, I think it's showing concern for their health and their rest, which for men requires them not to be a fucking stress. Yep. Because but I don't like understand. Us, it's not- Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I don't I understand. Say, like, for us, it's not- how a man can be a woman's peace, but stress her the whole fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, what? I, I don't know. I'm I'm just always like at odds with that because whenever a woman's really like asked that question or asked to give an answer, it's always like an I'm fine or like, you know, either we don't understand. It's like, no, we're asking because we want to understand. So Okay. Like, like, I can tell you right here because I did an episode about this. A woman's I'm fine when you ask her is because she's one, not ready to talk to you about it yet. Two, she doesn't trust you with being able to solve what her problem is. Because I have said I'm fine to lots of men because it's two. I don't trust them to be able to solve what my issue is, so I don't want to waste my time talking to you about it. Mm -hmm. But that's not for everyone. For me, that's my reason. But that's like, but that stems into this, like, how can we support you if, like, you're saying you're fine? Clearly, you're not because it's showing. Uh, it, it's evident that you're not. You just don't want to be helped. So, and again, that's just my personal opinion. So, you had said, like, you know, I'm probably versed as a guy. Like, when it comes to me as a guy, I want to speak for all men. Like, just like last week when we were talking about fucking constructive criticism. Like, it's the same way with being supported by a woman. Like, a lot of us men just really want to be validated. Like, we don't want to be challenged. Like, you can be a woman and you can have your role as a woman. You can be a dominant woman, however you want to be. But what's not going to happen is, like, you're not going to let me not be a man. You know, like, I, I have to be able to be a man at the end of the day. So I like that validation. So support me by allowing me to be a man without challenging Listen, my I, manhood. Back on that, I have let lots of men follow their own stupid ass direction and get us lost for an hour because I want to let mm-hmm. you be a man and, and take us into yonder. And I hope you got gas mm-hmm. money because I'm not saying shit. Yeah. Because it's way better than an argument is way better than an attitude because just like women do the I'm fine, men do it too. And yeah. a lot of times when men do it is because they feel like even if they wanted to tell you what their problem was, you are going to flip it back on them and make them be the problem. So they don't share Mm -hmm. women the same way, except like I told you, when women say that they are fine, it's one, they don't want to talk about it right now, which is what men do. And two, they don't trust that you'll be able to solve it. So there's, it's pointless. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like why I don't argue with people. I'm not going to argue with with you if you don't pay my bills. I'm not going to argue with you if I don't see you long term. And I'm not going to argue with you 
because you're not the solution to it I'm upset about. Mm-hmm. So there's no and conversation. Yeah. For, like, I absolutely agree. I, I don't want to keep giving like pushback, at mm-hmm. least from what I'm seeing. It just feels like there, there are women like you and then there's the rest of them. Like the rest of them, no disrespect. A lot of them enjoy adding to an already challenging life by be you know by being challenging it's like oh like that's the last fucking thing i need like women will go and say like you know what like i have to challenge him to be a better no you don't have to fucking challenge me to do shit i, I got it i'm sure a lot of men be like yo like I, i'm sure they need like an extra push and shit like that but those men are just they're honestly they ain't shit to be completely honest with you we won't keep it 100 but there are a lot of people who just don't understand that. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, why, like, when it comes to supporting, like, mm-hmm. being challenging isn't being supportive. When I say My- challenging, meaning, like, everything comes with, like, a trivialized question behind it. Or it's, it's more so, like, you're measuring them. Or what, what's the term for, like, when you're, like, you're, you're cha- it's not even challenging. I'm trying to figure out the term for it. But you're attempting to be trivial. Instead of honestly okay, supporting that qu- person. My question is this. When people, when, when it's a yes or no question mm-hmm. and someone is asking you why you're asking them that instead of just answering the fucking question, people like that, that tells me that someone in your life has displayed this is how you communicate and engage in a relationship mm-hmm. and this is normal. So that's why you do this dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Women that feel like they have to challenge the man that they're with to see if they're loyal or they truly want them only do that shit because the women in their lives have shown them this is what you do in a relationship with a man. Men who feel like, let me see how many bitches I can fuck while I'm with her to see if she a mm-hmm. real one. Let me see how much I can disappoint her to see if she's a real one. And then eventually, after I see that she sticks around and she deals with it with me, that I'm going to be like, oh, she's a real one. I had to marry her. No woman and no man should have to be dogged out in the process of 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 becoming your husband or your wife. Yeah. I feel like we, we are in a society that perpetuates like that's how you know they're the one. Agreed. Absolutely agree. And to like add to what you're saying, a lot of that, like when it comes to being like supportive of each other is because it, no relationship nowadays is just like, I don't want to say not like none, but some aren't just those two people, man and woman, like however you like fill out your dynamic. A lot of people go to their friends, their peers, social media, and they try to go and like facilitate a relationship through the lens of somebody else. Everybody's relationships are different. That's why I get like, when we talk about like supporting each other, it's like, bro, like I can't support you as your man. If every time I'm attempting to be that guy for you, you're posing something that you heard from Twitter or something <laughs> that you thought was going to be like, yo, I can't be that, that fucking stereotypical guy that you think is going to be that person for you. If that's the case, go find him. Cause I'm not him. And I'm sure women are the same way. Like women are like, yo, like you are presenting yourself to be who you are but you're not that guy. Like I know you, but a lot of people are given representatives and shit like that. So there's that, but the question of like, how can we support each other? It has to be between the two of us. A lot of people don't, a lot of couples don't support each other. It's like, okay, I'm in it for me. You in it for you. And we're just together. 
because if you leave like all i'm stuck with is me and like the relationship that i used to have with you so to speak so like when it comes to me and my personal opinion like it's like with that constructive criticism thing like we have to start asking like questions that are related to like what we're talking about in our relationship so if we're arguing like ask questions like try to figure that out instead of going and researching from a friend or you know somebody that you fuck with one of your homeboys and shit like that tonight earlier like one of my boys he's he texts shan i lied to you not he says to a group of married men mind you he says uh give me one second he says i refuse to allow that to be time yes patience yes soul-sucking pandering question mark wives are only leeches if you allow them to be now mind you shan that's a text to a group of men from a guy who's engaged and this is my brother this is family and i had to tell him like a lot of the things that he thinks he's getting into like in a marriage it's, it's not what it's presented to be like his fiance is his support system because i can tell you this like he can't come to me for advice about his relationship. And I would never go to him for advice. And the reason why is that's your support system. When you went and you signed your name on that fucking like letter and shit like that, saying, you know what, like I agree to marry this person, or even if like it doesn't have to be married, like marriage or anything like that. In a relationship, you and that girl, girl, uh, girlfriend and boyfriend, like y'all have that agreement amongst yourselves. You shouldn't have to go to other people for support. That is your support. But people don't want to do that shit anymore. So no, like, no, how? That's like people marry for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Because yeah, if, if you I, as a friend gave him any type of advice, no matter how intentional it was to be good, if he ever in life brings your name up with the idea of what he did and the reason he did it, you become the bad person in their marriage. So you are correct not being the support person. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, I know for a fact, like, Justin and I have been together for 10 years. We've been married for three. And there are a lot of things that we still haven't learned, but I'd rather learn them with her. That's what, like, a support system is. I also know, thanks to everybody on social media, the fucking dating market is in the fucking shitter. Like, it's garbage. I'd rather be married and know for a fact that I can build my happiness with the person who makes me happy already and just be more happier, or I'm sorry, happier than being being miserable attempting to find happiness in somebody who's being single. So that text that I sent you where he said, and I quote, uh, one of my uh, the other guys in the group, he was like, nigga, this ain't TV. She's a woman in 2022. Her advice isn't coming from a psych journal because the text before that was, I don't expect emotional intelligence from anyone. I do expect someone to listen to my views on things and come to a fair conclusion for the both of us. That's an absolute fucking lie. (laughs) And the reason why I know that is because, one, I know this friend. And without sounding like a complete dickhead, like he's one of those guys where he has the answers before he presents it to you in the form of a question. He just wants you to agree with that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So we're asking him in that group text. It was like, bro, like you want support. And that, that's why this episode is so fitting because it happened tonight. So 
he wants support from us. And I was like, bro, go to her. <laughs> like you telling us soapbox and all this shit that you should say to her. But the thing is, you're not going to convey the message to her the way you can, you know, trying to convince us that you would talk to her about it. So when he said that shit that he said in the screenshot about at some point, a conversation has to be had just because she is a woman doesn't mean everything will be or has to be catered to her wants. Bruh, that's a motherfucking lie. Bruh, like you're her fiance, you're her husband, like in those fucking vows and shit like that, that you're probably going to say in front of Jesus and a whole bunch of ugly people you don't really fuck with like that. When y'all say that shit, you got to stand on that. That's some shit you have to honor. So when you say, you know, just because she's a woman doesn't mean everything will be or has to be catered to her. That's a fucking lie. What is she with you for then? Right. You need a roommate or he wants to be right. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's that. It's definitely that. But the issue is tying this into the episode about like how can you know men and women support each other? Shit like that. You go like if you take the context of what he said, mm-hmm. he wants to be about him. He wants her to be about her. But when he wants to be involved, like when he actually wants to do this relationship shit and this marriage shit, then it's time. Like it has to be on his thing. It has to be on his watch. That's not how it works. That's not how it operates. So I saw a lot of this in like how we phrase in this episode about like, how can we support each other? Not like that, though. You can't be about self first and then about your relationship second. You support each other by honestly being together, coming together as a, you know, as a unit. That text, it pissed me off so much. I was like, yo, I can't do this through a text message at all. It was garbage. But I know we got voicemails. Let me play him. Yo, hey y'all. I miss you. I love y'all. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I just heard a little bit of what y'all talking about. I be feeling like I be trying to be supportive and stuff, right? I be trying to do stuff to like make your life easier. Hey guys, just be making it difficult for me to make their lives easier. I'm like what is the problem? Like, do you just want life to be hard? Do you just want it to be difficult? Cause like you're making this harder. So yep. I don't know. Maybe that's just my experience or whatever. Yep. You know, shout out to Corey. I just, shit is so frustrating. <laughs> I didn't know who that was because Corey gets on here every once in a while and changes. Yeah. Like everything. I'm who is this? Okay. While you play the next voicemail, I'm going to send you this text so you can see it for yourself. Yeah, that that goes back to sometimes people don't want help. And some people sometimes mm-hmm. don't want your help. But an easier mm-hmm. way for them to not feel like shit, to be like, I don't want your help, is to mm-hmm. be like, I'm fine and resist it without saying shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey Greg, what's up? Hey Shin, how y'all doing? Loud mouth stereo. How can men and women support each other? Wow. Well, I think we can start off by probably taking the judgment out of the picture. All the, you know, rudeness. Somebody told me one time, it really doesn't take a dime to be nice or to be kind to somebody, right? And then just to uplift one another, you know, whether it's just 
you know, sending in a, a great comment. <laughs> what I noticed from stereo is everybody wants to be controversial. Why? Because that's what they feel is going to get numbers into the room. Yeah. Now, granny, that has happened. I've saw it. I watched how rooms and political debates went up crazy, but it's not the only way, you know? Peace and love, y'all. Yeah. 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 That's what. That's why we've been doing, you know, what we've been doing. Like a lot of people on here, like they have their own audience. I don't really think we need one. I think we're good enough that we don't really need it. But the people who fuck with us, fuck with us. And it really ain't that deep for us. So. Facts. All right. So on my list for women's support, I also have the fact that the right person for you should make your life easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not harder, not more difficult easier so like for me yes i'm very single um but my punani is not dusty right if Mm -hmm. i invite any man into my life as the man to be beside me in everything i do they have to be making my life easier if you are not making my life easier then i'm better off with you not with me vice versa i should be same for him because I think it's not smart or effective to ask someone to be in your life a certain way for you and you can't do it for them. Which brings me to the point of when people be like, oh, you don't necessarily need to be equally yoked with a person in order to have a successful relationship. Yes, the fuck you do. Or if you don't, there's going to be some level of phoniness where this person is only with you out of obligation. Or this person is only with you because you funding something they don't want to do themselves. Mm-hmm. And either way, that shit is not going to be long lasting. Um, I think it's very important uh, for women to be supported in a way where you find out what her relationship goals are and you just don't be there. Yeah. So like, if this woman wants to get married and she's still stuck on a certain age of when she wants to get married, if you know there's no chance in hell that you want to be married to any woman, let alone her, by the time she turns 34 and it's coming up in two months. Let her know now. Yep. But I feel like a lot of men sit in a relationship with a woman hoping she's okay with whatever her goal is not happening. Just be happy that I'm here giving you the same dick with the same lack of commitment, with the same uh, lack of longevity. But I love you, though. <laughs> yeah. do, you feel like, do you feel like men often like provide like a distraction to make women feel better? Yes! Huh? Yes! That's why a lot of men would commit to bringing a woman to every apartment and every house they would ever live in, um, have that woman be okay with paying some of the bills, and they have a mortgage, but the deed is only in his name. But <laughs> it's just, I'm still not sure about marrying this person. Why the fuck not? You're already living like you're married. And if I, if that woman is not the person that you want to marry, and you know this woman wants to get married, you, sir, are leading this woman on into oblivion. But is it 100% that man's fault? 
no. Because that woman mm-hmm. also should have boundaries for herself to be like, hey, we've had this talk multiple times. By this time, I feel like we should be married. If that's something that you don't want to do with me, then I need to part ways for myself. Yep. Not because you're a horrible person, but clearly I'm not the person you want. And I don't want to invest more of my time into a man that does not want me. But, you know, sometimes when people are hit with a directness like that, they feel like, oh, it's rude, it's mean, or you're putting pressure on me to do something I don't want to do. No, I'm setting boundaries and for some people, no one has ever set boundaries with them, so they take that as you're too aggressive. Hmm. Men too. I, like, I was about to say, how the hell am I supposed to compete with that? You like, I can't. Wow, I agree. Fuck it. That's all. I, I feel I like I was that, trying to piggyback. I, <laughs> that's a way that men use women, but that's another way that. Um, you know, women use men where mm-hmm. they lead them on to think that, you know, I want to, I want to marry this man. I want to have his kids. But the whole time they've been dating, she been fucking other men. The whole mm-hmm. time they've been engaged, you know, she been hiding the fact that she's engaged. And then mm-hmm. you, they get married. And then that, that's when that man really finds out. Oh, this bitch got her shoes tied when she was 26. Yeah. Well, that brings up, like, a, a topic that, like, I, I, like, got chat had about, like, when it comes to women, no disrespect, but it's like, do women stick around longer because they haven't gotten everything they wanted out of that man yet? I, I know it sounds, like, really convoluted, but it's it's not, like... The guy posed the question. He was like, oh, like, I've noticed, like, the Britney Renners of the world, right? They use what they use from they get what they want from you and then if they gotten their full value out of you they're gone versus the ones who stick around they stick around because they haven't gotten everything out of you just yet and i was like yo like i understand like all relationships in some form or fashion are transactionable like there has to be some type of transaction there but there shouldn't be a final transaction was like you know what yeah, I'm completely charged up. I'm I'm at 100%. I'm going to move on. Like, it shouldn't have to be that way. It's not. That's not a generalized question that uh, can be answered. But some women mm-hmm. are that. Some women are, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to be in this relationship. I'm going to save my money because he's comfortable with paying for everything. And then once I get to a certain level and I use all his money to look lavish, then I'm going to get this next man that's making way more money than he is. And then I'm going to dip. Like, I I don't know. I don't watch football. I don't watch basketball. But recently there was this woman that was engaged to some player. No, she was married to some player and she had two kids by him. And as soon as that man retired, she filed for divorce. Hmm. That is the product of a woman that was not married to him for who he was. She was married to him for the lifestyle he could provide. And the fact that she got two kids out of it, it secured her being at least at the lifestyle she's going to leave. Mm-hmm. And that's the gamble everybody will take 
if they do not understand the person that they are marrying. Agreed. So that's not woman is like that. And it's not every woman isn't. It's more so just make sure you know the person that you're with. Yeah. When it comes to women being supported, uh, I think it's very important that you need to know, you know, does she want your presence multiple times a week or you're backing mentally and emotionally? Because a woman that wants your presence multiple times a week is she may just be in that. Oh, I, I want you to do this for me. I want you to do that. With me. I want you to, it's like it's like this clingy thing, like a mom to her new baby all the time. and. The reality is men don't want to do everything with a woman. But if that's how that woman uh, needs affection or needs that type of intimacy, you need to know. Because maybe the lifestyle or the career you're going for and you think you want to be with this woman is not going to allow you to be around her multiple times a week. And that's why to me... People that be in relationships and saying, oh, I want this career and that career and don't really think it through. What is my day or my week going to look like with this person? And then if we have kids, will I be in a marriage as a single mother? Would I be in the marriage as a single father? Because this is the career my wife has. Mm. You ain't made that up. That's a fact. So it's not just, you know, we're going to make X, Y, and Z done money together we're going to make it work sometimes it just doesn't work sometimes your breakup is not because that person treated you horrible or you treated that person horrible sometimes your life just did not work together Mm -hmm. yeah if Um, people would just honestly just say that to that person i can guarantee the relationships would actually get better even if it doesn't end up with you being with that person your actual relationship with that person would be better like that person would understand if you were just truthful and was like, you know what, like this, <laughs> this is what it is. But man, people be uh, trying again. to face. Why? Yeah. People be trying to save face and not saying what needs to be said, and that needs to stop. Um, but, understanding. But who are they saving face to though? They like, saving face oh, to the person that they're with because a lot of people feel like telling someone what they want to hear is loving them. Hiding the truth Mm -hmm. from someone that they care about is loving them. But the ultimate gift to anybody is pure honesty. A lot of men have this thought here. You know, which one did he lie to? That's the one that he loves the most. No. The one that he tells the truth to is the one that he cares about the most because he always leaves the decision after the truth that he told in that woman's hands. Mm-hmm. The one that he does not leave the decision of the truth to is the one that he does not respect because regardless of what he does that's negative against that woman, she will never know in his eyes. So he feels like he has the okay. But also mm-hmm. at the same time, she is not worth the decency of knowing who I really am. So I deserve her regardless of what I do outside of her. I deserve her and she doesn't need to know. 
So I be I be so irritated by that conversation where men be like, "Oh, the woman that he lies to, he loves the most." No, you're making this woman look like a fucking fool like for caring about tall. you. You're making yep. this woman look like a fucking fool for taking care of your kids for years, cleaning your house, mm-hmm. dealing with you when you're sick. The only pro of the only pro of side chicks is the fact that they don't have to deal with a man's bullshit all the time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of quote unquote side chicks enjoy their life because they get to deal with that nigga only when he's happy, only when he has money, only when he's willing to go on the trip, willing to do shopping, willing willing to have a good fuck. And when he's miserable yep. and when he's sick and when he's needy, sir, don't call me for that. Call your bitch. Yeah. Well, some people just don't deserve other people making them happy. They need to go find that shit on their own. Like, you have to find your happiness for you. Stop. That, that shit is starting to piss me off. And I'm starting to see it more and more. I'm, I hate being that guy because, you know, I'm like the ultimate contrarian. But it's like, okay, like, you keep trying to validate your happiness in somebody else. But you ain't happy. You can't even make that person happy. They're making you happy, yeah, because they're doing what the fuck you want them to do. The issue is, like, they're not happy because they're miserable fucking around with you. You need to be able to say, you know what, like, it's me. And you're not doing that because of pride. So what you need to do is go the fuck on and just be alone for a minute. A A lot lot of people people need to be alone. Yes, I agree with you, Greg. But A lot of people are scared of seeing the reality of who they are. So they... They pick other people to be with so they have something to bitch about that's not them. Yeah. So I, I guess to like answer this question, like how can men and women support each other? Support yourself first. Like, mm. You need to be your own support system because if you can't be that, you can't be it for somebody else. True. A lot of, pe- a lot of people definitely be like, you know what? Like I got the best advice. I can do this for you. Like, I'm like, yo, but can, can you do it for you though? True. Like when, like I had to have that like realization. Like when Jess and I first got together, I was like, "Oh, like you know, I'm not like the best guy in the world." She knows this. Like this stuff was like documented of like who I used to be, and I had to grow up in order to be with her. It wasn't like, all right, like I'm gonna grow up in the midst of us dating. A lot of people feel like, all right, when I get in a relationship, that's where I'll do my growing. No, like you, you can't support somebody if you aren't that person yet. Like that person is not gonna help you all of a sudden like grow the fuck on up. Like, you know who my best friend is, and he's my, po- you know, my podcast co-host. And I've had to tell him a few times, like, yo, like, you have to grow up. It can't always be somebody else. Like, that other person can't make you a better person if you are garbage at the end of the day. I'm not saying he's garbage, but he knows what the fuck I mean. Like, yo, like you can't always want the other person to join you in a tag team in order for you to feel like you're at 100%. Because once that person goes, it's like Bluetooth. Like, yeah, you can hear your music from fucking 20 feet away, but it don't sound as good as when that shit's plugged in or when it's close. Like, you know how when you walk too far away from your phone, that shit starts disconnecting and getting fuzzy? I treat support that same fucking way. If that person goes too far away from you and you feel like you're not the same person around them, that's not support. That's like, there's a term for it. I want to say handcuff, but it's not that. It's like you are like reliant on that person. Some people can't give you support 24-7. What are you going to do when that person's no longer there? What are you going to do when that person says, you know what, I don't need you anymore? Uh, A lot of people haven't had to deal with that. And the reason why is, like, at least recently, 
when we have to like deal with our own traumas or when we don't have that support anymore, you know where we go? Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, our fucking text messages. And we go to the next person who's going to be like, you know what? Like, I'll support you. I'll, I'll talk, you know, talk it out with you. I'll do all. I'm like, no, nobody want to hear that shit. Like, you, you keep getting validation and support from other people. Go get support from yourself first. Go sit down and say, you know what? Let me evaluate why this shit's not working. But it needs to, ha- it needs to instead of happening at the end of relationships and stuff like that, it needs to happen mm-hmm. at the beginning. Because if it happens at the beginning, I can guarantee you all those brokenhearted, mean motherfuckers on Clubhouse and Twitter spaces and shit like that who be having these these black men versus black women rooms and having these, well, this is why y'all don't get it and see the thing is and shit. Like, no, it, it, it can't be that. Yo, like, just just say what the truth is. You miserable as fuck and you're trying to keep company. Yeah. Like, I know for I know for a fact if I wear fucking pink on Wednesday and I walk into a room full of people with fucking blue on, I don't mix. <laughs> I don't mix. I, I stand out. So that's why a lot of these people who are miserable, they be looking for company who's miserable or almost as miserable. And if they aren't almost as miserable, they're going to make them miserable by convincing them that even like a, a shadow of a doubt is like, you know what? Like, it's their fault. It's never your fault. Because guess what? It wasn't my fault when it happened. So it can't be your fault because the same situation happens to the both of us. No, not, it's not always the case. And the reason why I say this, there's a lot of people, and Shane, you know, you know, we see this often when people are like, you know what, like, how did your last relationship end? Oh, well, this motherfucker, damn, like, automatically, like, you, you, you thought about this. Like, you, you thought out a way to figure out why it wasn't you. You figured out that the answer is always going to be them. It's never me. And the reason why is your ass has never had to sit down on a couch by yourself and say, you know what? Yeah, it was me. I fucked up. And a lot of people wouldn't have to deal with that if they were their own fucking support system. So again, to answer the question, like how can men and women support each other? Support yourself first. Pay your own fucking bills first. Go ahead and stop stop dating around. Like when I say dating around, you can go and fuck around all you want to. You can go fuck this person left, right, up, down, left, and right. I don't give a fuck what you do with that. When y'all start getting into these fucking relationships and start giving people false hopes and promises and shit like that, People start believing that that is support. They feel yeah. like they have somebody that they can trust, that they can confide in. The issue with that is they can't. If I can't fucking trust in you and I'm dating you, I'm, fu- I'm putting dick in you and I can't trust. Why are you fucking here? Yeah. That, that should be the one person on planet Earth. You're like, you know what? Like, yeah, you know what? Like souls connecting. You know, some people were talking about the, the vibrations and all that other like, you know, magical shit people be saying on like stereo and all, all the fucking <laughs> socials and stuff like that, right? <laughs> yeah, like no, nah, nah, and you, you wanna know what's so fucked up and I know I'm about to sound really petty when I say this it'd be them. It'd be them motherfuckers talking about, oh yeah, like the vibrations are off, the energy's messed up. No, you the energy, motherfucker. It'd be you. Talking about, yeah, I, I think the energy's off in the room right now. No, you the bad fucking energy. You the bad juju. It'd be you, dummy. Like, what, what, what are we talking about here? So uh, again, support each other after you support yourself. A lot of people be like, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm gonna just go ahead and you know me and her together, bro. And we're gonna do this shit together. We're gonna we're gonna split the bills. We're gonna do all, that. bro. Like, no, can you do it alone though? 
if that person goes and they, they lose their job tomorrow, can you support them? If the answer is no, guess what? The problem you. That's why it's the just problem is absolutely you. That's why it's just not smart for men to be out here picking women just because they're pretty. Because you're going to start being the fund the fund person to her pretty. And that's the only thing she know how to do is spend your money and be pretty. It has to be more to it. So when it comes to, you know, um, supporting a woman, it's very important for you to understand of why and how and where you are right. needed with her. Because if she needs yep. you when something is broken, she needs you when something needs to be paid, she needs you when there's something she wants, then you are not for her. She's looking for a bank with, you know, hella, hella funds and nonstop coin. And every time you say yes, you're further and further away from being the person for her. Yo, if that's the case, Shan, I would look, I've, I've typed it in our notes, um, a question, which is, what do you need me for? Yeah. Can you imagine if you start dating somebody, not even dating, you start talking to somebody, you're going through the talking phase. You fuck with me, I fuck with you, I like you, you look good, you look good too. Like, let's exchange numbers, blah, 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 blah. Instead of asking the, how many sex partners you had, like, what school did you go to, what's your alma mater, and all that other dumb shit that don't nobody give a fuck about, right? Ask that question. What do you need from me? And if it, if it gets answered in, like, a combative way, they really don't want any fucking thing from you. Like, somebody should be able to answer that question like an adult. Like, you know, like, I, I want companionship. I want somebody who actually is concerned about their own well-being and mine. I want somebody who I can honestly pair my already existing life with, with their own. Like, the shit shouldn't be this fucking deep. I, I want support. When I say I want support, it's not like, okay, I need you here because I can't do it myself. I can do it myself. I want you to be here, not even to make it easier. I just want somebody that I can say, you know what? We did it together. You know how when like, you used to go to, like, in grade school and shit, they would pair you off with a partner? You're like, you know what? Like, I know for a fact we got a project due next Friday. How, don't we get, how about we get together and figure it out? But sometimes they also pair you with somebody that does not want to do the work and knows that you will do the work. And they just that's, wanted that project. That was that was the whole reason for that analogy. There's only there's only one or two people you're gonna end up with. But a lot of us in that second circumstance that you said, Shan, a lot of us know that we're gonna end up doing the work and the other person's not gonna do anything. Mm-hmm. The question is, will you have to go turn in that work? Do you let that person slide and tell people, hey, I did this with them? Or do you go tell the teacher, like, yo, like I did this myself? That person ain't do nothing. They don't deserve the 100%. They don't deserve that fucking A. Go ahead and give them their F and explain why they get their F. Oh, they got their F because they fucking failed. Because they fucking did nothing. Because they are a fuck up. Because they failed. Like, be honest with that shit. If you can't, like, I'm telling you, that that's probably one of the greatest analogies when it comes to like, this, like relationship shit. It's like a project at school. And bro, like, if you can't help me with this project that we both have, we know for a fact what the assignment is. We know the due date. We have everything. We have the, like, 
syllabus of everything. You just said, fuck it. You do the work and I'm going to reap the benefits of it. Yeah. You as that person knowing from... Oh, go ahead. Some people do that. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit too grown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I used uh, to do it before, but what I do know is when it comes to like this, being if I had to talk to like 2011 Greg, 2012 Greg, I could not see it. Mm-hmm. I could not, I couldn't see me having this conversation. I think and I think I think women want to be want to feel respected not tolerated and i think a lot of a lot of men today tolerate women based upon how they look mm-hmm. but the reality is they don't respect them no matter how much they be, they'll buy they might even brag to their family and friends yeah she's pretty you know her hair is hers um she can dress she has a nice body all of this shit right but at the same time respectfully he disrespects this bitch on a daily basis and smiles in her face and if anybody blows up his spot or tells the truth about who he is he looking like a deer in headlights Hmm. and and that's the shit that my thing is like do what you want to do because you want to do it but if someone knows your truth and the person that you save and face for would look at you differently or want to deal with you differently behind it, either be really good at the truth not coming out or don't do that shit. There mm-hmm. is no in-between. Because the, the real people in life that really get shit done and have nothing to worry about and don't have to watch over their back are the people that are who they are in the light and who they are in the dark. And my thing with... Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm agreeing with you. My thing with a lot of men today is when it comes to women, don't make a woman beg for your acknowledgement or help is just not manly because when other men see your woman out and you're not around, they're going to do the manly thing without her asking. A lot of women are in relationships and have been in relationships. And, and I'm, I'm in several women group chats and they talk about how they hate being in a relationship with a man who they always have to tell verbatim to do repeated things that they should know over time of being with this woman. How they were in relationships with men who don't do for the woman unless she verbatim says, can you do this for me? So some men do like transactional relationships. Some men do want transactional communication. Some men won't do shit for the woman they're with, no matter how many years, unless she says verbatim, do this for me. And that shit sounds like a job, not a relationship to me, but some women like that shit. 
and, and my and my best Greg voice, leave they ass hanging. <laughs> I'm the thing is like I'd I'd rather be out here fucking who I want to fuck than dealing with somebody because I have to. I'm sorry. I'd rather be single and have my options than be with somebody knowing that I want. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. To be with them, but they only are with me for a cause. Like, be with me because you actually care. Like, you actually have a concern for me. That you actually fuck with me. I don't think we're at that point that we used to be at where people actually had a concern for their partner because the options are there i'm hearing people talking about oh yeah well my boyfriend lives in fucking la and i'm here in fucking texas like okay like i I know of long distance relationships but it's like yo you out here doing your thing that's not a fucking relationship when y'all together y'all together like that's not a fucking relationship that's not support it's like you doing you they doing them and when y'all together y'all do each other like those are three different circumstances right there. So yeah. I, I I don't know, man. I, just, I I hate to talk like that old man. I was like, you know what? Like I wish it was how it used to be because I don't want it to be that way. Because trust me, I can guarantee like somebody's grandparents, somebody great grandparents was fucking around. That's how people got fucking nine and you know, nine, ten, eleven aunties and uncles and shit like that. But all of them look different, all of them got a different grandma and cousin and shit. Like, oh well, wait a minute. Like that's weird because grandpa was out here slinging dick. Mm. That's what that was. But, you know, again, bringing the topic back, because you made really valid points. I just, I want to agree with them. And I do. I just don't know, like, how we as, like, older adults, because I, I hate using the term, like, we're old, but it's the truth. Like, we kind of, like, mm-hmm. live those experiences, but we also are observant. So it's weird that, like, People who have like even our age and people younger, they have those same options. They're like, you know what? Like, let me sit back and observe. Let me like peep the scene first. Like when you go to a party, like you usually go to the party and get there and you scope it out. You're like, all right, like, cool. I'm not just going to fucking walk to the dance floor and start doing a, a full like Michael Jackson routine and shit. Right. Like, let me let me fill it out. Dating should be the same fucking way. Like, let me fill the shit out first. Let me figure out what it's going to be. A lot of people just be jumping into shit. Like, you know what? Like, they said the right things. I'm going for it because guess what? I need that feeling. I, I need somebody. I need something. No, you need you or therapy. One or the other. <laughs> a lot of a lot of people just lonely as fuck. And I get it. It's the pandemic. Like, you're like, I, I need something. I need somebody. No, it's been before the pandemic. Some people, uh, some people wouldn't know what to do in life if they didn't have someone. Uh, doing life with them so they can relax in places where they should not be allowed to relax. But, but Shan, that, that goes to just a few months ago when, you know, our, our homegirl who was leaving the voicemails and shit, when, you know, she's no longer, you know, she pregnant. And I think the baby's due like next like month or two or something like that. And, you know, she was the main one on here. Like, yo, like these guys, like 
I, I want this, 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 and this. I was like, oh, she was headstrong in what the fuck she wanted. She knew what she wanted. But the issue for me is like the first person who showed you that they that they want to give it to you, you rush for that shit. Like there, there was no time taken. So her and I talked recently and she was like, him and her are on good terms and stuff like that. But I was like, yeah, but like he like, he, he dumped you because he was over it and he's back around now because you're pregnant. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, like that that's like that's a support system that's growing. I'm happy that he's doing its part, but at the same time, it's like, oh, like you kind of rushed as well because you, you were like trying to seek that validation. Like y'all dated for fucking three weeks. Y'all, y'all fucked on y'all fucked on each other for a little bit. You were happy. You were like, yo, I remember when you would come on stereo and you would be telling us, like, yo, like, you know, these dudes ain't shit, blah, 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 blah. And then, like the first opportunity you out here, like going raw with homeboy because you're like, oh, like he told me the right fucking things. Damn, that's hey, okay. Like I have a friend of mine, single man, around my age, mm-hmm. met Dick and he likes her. She played like she liked him. And I told him, it's cool that you're excited about her. But at the same time, everybody has cons. Just chill and yep. wait for her cons. And he was like, no, she's straight. You know, you know, we started fucking and she wanted mm-hmm. to fuck raw. I'm just like, nigga, why? Why would you do that? Yep. Turns mm-hmm. out. Homegirl has like her own nail shop and shit, so he feels like you know she's on the right track. She's not, she's not no woman out here needing, just needy and don't do shit. She have her own business. She's not hawking him all the time, and she blatantly told him, "I know we're not in a committed relationship. It's okay if you see other people and you have sex with other people. Just let me know. That's fine." Mm-hmm. He was like, "Why would she tell me that? That's weird." And my thing is like. I think that's a very mature thing to do. If I am a woman and I'm not with a man, automatically, whether he tells you or not, I'm just like, oh, this nigga's fucking other bitches. Bingo. And so he was like, that's weird. He was like, I'm not dealing with no other women, but, but her, but she told me that. So he was like, how should I feel about that? I said, that's fine. That's the reality of it. Because Mm -hmm. If you if you're not dealing with her in that way, you are going to be doing other women. And so he said she needed some cameras put up in her salon or whatever. This man went to her salon, called a friend that's professionally puts in cameras to put up the cameras in her salon. They mm-hmm. doing all of this this relationship shit, but no commitment and she had texted him one night. He was out with some friends and she was like, can you come by tonight? And he was like, yeah, I could come. But then his friend got drunk, like stupid drunk and he had to drive him somewhere. And so he texted her, I'm not going to be able to make it. And her passive aggressive way of making him feel like shit is to text him the next, no, call him the next morning and be like, how was last night? And he was telling her, and she was like, um, just to let you know, you're my favorite out of everybody. I've been telling all my friends that you're my favorite. See? See? <laughs> so she basically wanted to corner pocket him and make him feel like, sir, you're not special. 
you're one of many. Um, appreciate your free help. I'm talking about this man been taking her out on four star dinners, doing the most. And I was like, and this is why you being too nice to bitches that don't deserve it will always dig in your pockets. See, can can we can we start saying the b word this episode? You said it first, so I want to be able to. Same, I, I think a lot, first. I, this is my thing. As a woman, I feel like some women act a particular way to be called certain things. Okay. All right. Let's not I, act. Some men also act like the B word. So let's not act. It is what it is. I hate when women be like, oh my gosh, you're so disrespectful. You call me the B word. Not out of spite because it matched the criteria of your actions, bitch. Okay. All right. So I, I just need to know if this is the safe space. And I'm whispering because I want to make sure that it's okay. Very safe space. But my thing is like, for men and women, women, you can't be nice to these men doing above and beyond shit too quick. Mm-hmm. They're going to take advantage of it. Just like men, you can't be nice and above and beyond for today's women because they will mm-hmm. take advantage of it. And possibly he's not even one of many men. But for her mm-hmm. to have the audacity after all that he did, just because he couldn't come by, let me make him feel like shit. Let, let me know when the coast is clear, because I, I got shit to say. Just, just let me know. Let me know when I got the green light. Go ahead. Okay. Number one, bitches got options. Um, <laughs> when, when I say that, bitches got options because, okay, um, Ladies, women, please sit to the side. Like, if if your if your ticket ends in like uh, a zero zero one, I'm not talking to you. Now we're talking about the zero zero twos. Uh, I'm only talking to the zero zero twos. Um, you bitches are this way because you weren't corrected. When I say you weren't corrected, not saying somebody needs to like hit you. In a, when I say corrected, meaning. Somebody has it put you in your place, and it could be somebody the same sex. Man, a lot of you got word whole, for the wrong yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of you bitches have women friends who are bitches as well that won't tell you about yourself. They're probably trying yeah. to fuck on your man. They probably would fuck your man. They probably don't even fuck with you, but they just don't tell you about yourself. So you going about your day thinking like, "Yo, this is." This is how the world works, and this is how things need to be, and they don't. Especially you Twitter bitches. I don't understand y'all. Y'all say a lot of shit that y'all don't mean Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But then on Monday, it's a completely different fucking program. That's for clout. You, 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 you the throat goat. You, the, you know, you, you can do all these things, but then you end these niggas' DMs. Like, perfect example, Shan. We were talking earlier this week about homegirl who she came back out on Twitter and, you know, the guy posted a photo of her on Valentine's Day, but put the fucking heart emoji over her face and shit like that. Right. She talked all this fucking shit about him getting clout on Twitter because she was heartbroken. She was mad, to, you know, at this nigga. Right. Only to find out what we already knew if we had a brain, which was he fucked real good. Real good. Hear me out. Real good. And any woman knows when somebody says they fucked you real good, you know exactly what the fuck that means. Like, real good. 
to the point where she said on Twitter after talking all that shit about him for a day and a half, she gained 9,230 followers. She counted how many fucking followers she had gained from a tweet, a tweet thread rather. She said, you know what? But the dick was good though. You said all okay, that Okay, shit. okay, Greg, pause. No, because no, no, I'm, no, no, I'm, no. I'm tired of that story because every time it's told, it's doing, mm-hmm. it's doing what they wanted it to do. Every mm-hmm. time it's explained. It's mm-hmm. kind of like when somebody who should not be named, you explain the situation, but you don't make, drop the name. It's kind of yep. like what you have to do with these situations. Yep. I don't want no part of this bullshit because it's all mm-hmm. bullshit on his part and it's all bullshit on her part for clout. Yep. And the fact that how fast the information went and how many people were invested in this shit. But mm-hmm. when it comes to people who have businesses and have actual things that matter to support, people can't do that. I'm not giving them the time a day. Yeah. That goes into my next point. Those bitches, not you women, those bitches, the issue that I personally had, this is like a personal vendetta that I had. Correcting behavior. God, I start, what was was the name of the dude who had that fucking podcast that was like, damn, I can't fucking remember his name. Um, He had the podcast with him and the girl and the, the other guy. Like, they did it for a while and then they stopped doing it. And then he became like, either way, we know who he is. Like, I always pitched in the back of my head. I was like, yo, like, a great guy. Like, I can tell, like, he's a great guy. He just had, like, a, a woman did him wrong. I-, I just always felt that. I was like, yo, like, somebody broke your heart and turned you into that. Like, what we're being presented is a heartbroken motherfucker who honestly hates women because of one woman, because of one person. What I'm about to say is going to be very traumatizing for a lot of women listeners, and I apologize in advance. A lot of y'all keep perpetually fucking with the same nigga. It doesn't even have to be the same guy. Like, Alex can be Alex, Jim can be Jim, Greg can be Greg, but they essentially are the same nigga, and y'all keep doing the shit. I'm not saying y'all trying to change a dude. Y'all the problems. There are new dudes in your lives and you keep fucking up. So when I say you bitches, it, it just be y'all. Y'all be on Twitter. Y'all be talking to your homegirls like, yo, I think I can change him. And you can't. The reason why you can't change him is because guess what? He's the sixth him. This season. She said this season. This season, bro, we're in fucking February. I've seen more people talk about, oh, this person didn't text me back. This person didn't text me back. You ever think the reason why he didn't text you back is because you didn't take him seriously? You ever thought the reason why he doesn't fuck with you is because guess what? Like, you probably got too many options and he knows it. I have a friend who told me today, she was like, yo, I'm I'm running out of options. What the fuck do you mean you're you're running out of options? She was like, yeah, like I had to cut another one of them off. Well, did you take any of them serious? She was like, well, it's hard to take them serious when, like, I know they're just going to run off. She was like, that's why I have to keep some in the stable. Excuse the fuck out of me. What? And that's supposed to be socially acceptable, right? Like, okay, and I'm, I don't really want to completely shit on women because dudes do the shit too. The issue is dudes right. lie about it. Women are 
out here right now telling dude like you said in the thing earlier like to make him mad let him know that he's an option how about just cutting him the fuck off right because then then when it happens to you you're pissed off well he didn't tell me he had other bitches you just does it matter you mad he got other bitches but you got five other dudes you're talking to dude just fucked you on thursday the other dude fucked you on tuesday you got a sunday dick appointment what are we talking about I also feel like I said again, boundaries need to be set up with men and women because whether or not they tell you they're seeing other people, if you are not exclusively talking to this person and y'all did not have an exclusive conversation, it doesn't matter. Yep. Yep. You you made it more simpler than me because I was about to be an asshole and say, keep fucking who you've been fucking until that person act right. They're not going to act right because they have no reason to. And that's why I say keep fucking them. This whole time that we've been recording, I've been going back and forth in um, avoidance texts with my Oh, DM. no. Oh, no. Because he, he refuses to say, I want to see you. Are you free? So he's going back and forth about what I'm doing. And so I'm just like, so what are you doing tonight? No work? He's like, no, I work all day. Oh, okay. Because you got to ask for what the fuck you want. Exactly. You know you want the pussy in mouth. What is wrong with you? And I'm Stop not offering it, it because two can play this game. So basically, he going to fall asleep wishing he got yep. the pussy by sitting there texting and yep. shit. Don't, see? I'm telling you. You know that, people, that the famous quote... That. They need to ask for a quote. Exactly. Yeah, that's a whole nother fucking episode. But <laughs> honestly, it's not even the same. It's not even a whole nother episode. We can even apply it here about like how can men and women support each other. Ask for what the fuck you want. That, 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 I think that's like a one A to what we both agreed to earlier. Like, yo, ask for what the fuck you want. Tell a person up front, like, yo, like, I, I, I want a relationship. Or, you know what, I just want to fuck. You know, I, I got some other people that I'm talking to and stuff like that because I don't know how serious this relationship is going to be. I don't know how long you're going to be here. Imagine if the guy that you were talking about earlier, he would have known that she had a roster. He probably already knew by the way she was acting. But if he would have laid it out to her, he was like, yo, like, I understand you got options. I'm going to keep my options. Either you can deal with this shit until we figure out we are good for each other or you can roll. She would have shaped up real quick. She'd be like, well, damn, he laid it out. He didn't play around. He didn't fuck around. He told me, yo, like, just like I know for a fact I got options other than this nigga. Well, guess what? I'm an option for him as well. You know what? He not only was he honest about it, he told me up front. It wasn't some shit. He told me 30 days into it, four months into it. He told me day one, yo, I know you got other niggas you're talking to. I'm talking to other women as, you know, as well. Matter of fact, I'm fucking one of them. And the only reason I'm fucking on her is because guess what? I don't know where the fuck we gonna end up but if you and i get serious guess what all of them cut off the issue is a lot of people they go and cut off all they fucking bait try to steal fish they go out fishing and they end up hitting a rock you're like god damn like i thought i was i'm getting this you end up getting a fucking water bottle like no you're you're not getting the fish going and like taking shit off the reel so for me that one a bro like support people i'm just Telling them up front, like, yo, just like you got options, I got mine too. What you going to do about it? 
You got four of them on the line. You're playing. Man, listen. Mm-mm-mm. But in your case, Shane, I would just throw out a text message like, yo, do you want the pussy in that? No, I'm not because I can do without the dick. See? Oh, look at that. Again, that's another way of supporting each other. I ain't got to tell you shit. Not, no, you'll figure it no, out. You, you're the one that's hungry. Did you say you're the one that... Play these goddamn voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you're the one that's hungry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on. I got three more for um, woman support, and then you could go into men support after. Oh, my God, yo. I think uh, hungry. <laughs> a man, a man that can comprehend what a woman communicates is key. Everybody always talks about communication is key. No comprehension, because if I spend time talking, mm. that shit is just going out the other ear. I'm gonna leave you alone. Um, encouragement and appreciation goes a long way for women, just like it does for men. And women need men's honesty. Period. And now I'm, I'm gonna play messages. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I mean, you're supposed to know by my voice, Shan. You're supposed to know by my voice. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so for real, um, <laughs> I feel that. But it's like, dudes be asking for help. And then you sit there, they'd be like, I'd be like, oh. They'll, they'll like, complain about something and I'll be like, oh, well, I have a solution for you. Which is like the same thing that like a lot of guys do and then girls get mad because it's like we didn't want a solution. We just wanted you to listen. Right. Mm. So but I'll be like, oh, OK, this is your problem. I have a solution for you. And then they be like, oh, that's awesome. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll be like, all right, bet. Like, let's get this done. And then they just be like stupid. I'm like, I'm not doing it for you, sir. I said I would help. And you're just dragging your feet. Like, you don't want to participate. You just want it done. Like, I'm not your mama. That's what he wants. His mom. His mom. All the men on TikTok, when their women tell them to take um, the clothes out the dryer, I mean, take the clothes out the washing machine, and they lay out all the wet clothes in the kitchen, that's a product of their mama doing too much. Because, nigga, put this shit in the dryer. That's what the fuck that means. Boom! Look who just stepped in the room. What's going on, Shan? Long time no hear from. And what's up, my guy Greg? What it do? What it do? What it do? Hope you guys having a blessed and productive day. Man, I've been missing these talks with you guys. What's going on? Every Saturday. Not much, man. Every Saturday. And instead of, you know, I got to throw my little jab real quick because I think this is fun. Um, in, instead of trying to win awards, we just be winning over our audience on Loudmouth Stereo. She gets a podcast, uh, Cozy Womb Podcast, Real Relationship Report. I think Shan has a show, what is it, next Friday, I believe, with Dungeon? Yes, I have a show um, next Friday about keeping your options open. <laughs> yes, yes. So, you know, in conclusion, instead of trying to get awards, we just be award winning. I want y'all to come in on Friday. When she's on with Dungeon, because I'm gonna be in there, drunk and busy in the voicemails, just like y'all should be. So come back on Friday. Obviously, come back Monday for the sports stuff. Come back Tuesday for Young Black and Ballet. More importantly, that Friday episode, I'm gonna have a lot of shit to say because it's resonating already, and I don't even know the docket. I'm not a part of the show, but I'm in the voicemails though. 
We got two more, and then we're going to let Greg tell us how it can then be supported. Oh, Shan, you, you, you speaking so many truths right now. Listen, I'm definitely in a time and space in my life where, man, I'm in, I'm, I'm in my own peace. And I created this piece. And I'd be goddamn if I'm going to let somebody fucking disturb that shit. And I'm not going to be your sole source of entertainment. Man, get your shit together. And then when you got your shit together, we can link up and maybe see if our shit mess together. But if not, leave me be. Let me stay in my peace. And if in the the meantime of you getting your shit together, someone gets their shit together for me quicker. Snoozy Luzo. <laughs> mm-hmm. What you need from somebody is somebody that can be the money. Um, but it's not like it's not like a malicious like, oh yeah, if you ain't got that money, then uh, I'm gonna find somebody else who does kind of situation. Uh-huh. Like what if that's the case? What if you want like financial support, but also like emotional and everything like that? And then in return, like you just be trying to make them their life easier, like you know, like housewife status, you know. But I don't have any problem with that because who doesn't need financial help? Who doesn't need emotional support? Some women be with men solely because it's financial. They don't give a fuck about this man's mental health physical none of that they they get repulsive feelings at the urge of him wanting to cuddle or or have sex but you making this man feel like that's what you want to do also that's what i have a problem with and just because i say it doesn't mean it's going to stop because it's going to continue because a lot of men know this bitch is only with me for my money because I don't like me, so I know she don't like me. So we gonna sit here and play a game, and as long as I'm funding her lifestyle, she's gonna shut the fuck up. A lot of men know this; it's not a secret. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when men when men meet women and they want what they could get them up front, ten years later, I'm just like, sir. So you didn't think she was going to leave you for someone younger and richer. So that's what you're trying to tell me. How did you meet her, sir? She can't be a gold digger because instead of her having to dig for the gold, you brought it to her. Anyway, Greg, how can men be supported? Ooh, um, it's a loaded question. Oh boy. All right. So I wrote it down. Number one. How can women support men? Number one, by asking the right questions to learn instead of asking questions attempting to make conversation. Mm. The reason why I say that is there. I, I don't. I think that's kind of like a, a softball thing. Like honestly, just like a, as a guy, no guy likes to like repeat themselves. It's like yo, like I already said this. I don't need to like continue to repeat it. Like I know me. Like, my wife will ask a question, thinking that she's making conversation. It's like, I get that you, you want you want to talk right now, and you want to have, like, this dialogue. But it's like, like, right now, I just need a moment. Like, women need that, too. Like, we just need a moment to just not talk. 
Like sometimes it's like, okay, if you're asking me a question, I can help you with it. Cool. Like there's no bad question, but everybody has been in that situation with a person. They're not asking a question because they really want an answer. They're asking a question because they have nothing else going on at that moment. So they just rather just try to like add context where it's not needed. Just don't do that. At least in my personal opinion. So that's, I have Number a question. One. Number, if men don't like to have to repeat themselves a lot of times, why mm-hmm. do a lot of people tell women, I know you asked me to do that thing, you just have to keep reminding me? Because I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> My thing, this is how I Because think. I don't know. This, okay, this is how I think when it comes to me. And the man, the man that is going to be able to be with me on a good note, if mm-hmm. I ask you to do something or I tell you to do something and you give me the okay, then you have sealed the deal on executing what I told you. There is okay. no telling you again. There is no me reminding mm-hmm. you again. Because if I have to do that, then I am talking to a child. That's fair. Because That's fair. as a man, as the one I'm committed to, when it comes to me and things that I need and I come to you with it, I need mm-hmm. you to be mature enough to prioritize that for your things to do. And if you can't do that, then I need to completely rethink why you're in the position with me that you're in. And that that, that is a great segue to my number two for a way that a woman can support a man by just allowing a man to be a man. Now, a lot of people are like, well, what is a man? It depends mm. on the guy. If you no. know that guy and shit, well, guess what? He's showing you how he's a man. And what you're <laughs> supposed to do in that regard is be like, you know what? Get the fuck away from that man. It really ain't that fucking deep. Uh, a lot of people be trying to like add like context to shit that it, it already exists. Like You can't change it back. Like, that person is going to be whoever the fuck they are. Right, and you, you you just gotta live with that shit. That's why when people are like, "Well, you can't change that man." Well, guess what? The reason why you can't change that man is because that motherfucker just—it's him. That's him. Now, some guys are willing to change, but the thing is, you know that person. You know they're willing to change because guess what? They like you. It, it, it's really that deep. We'll be like, "Oh, well, you know, girl, I try to expose him to this shit." Like, guess what? Some guys ain't gonna know the difference between a fucking salad fork and a regular fork. That motherfucker just don't want to learn. It's not you. It's just him. You either accept that and live with it and say, you know what, like, girl, like, it, it's just him. No big deal. Or you can say, you know what, I ain't gonna deal with that shit. Like, I want better. Because trust me, a guy would do the same fucking thing. You're like, you know what, like, you know what, I, I can deal with the fact that she don't know how to fucking iron clothes. Because trust me, I, I got a boy, you know, that I'm cool with. He's like, Greg, like, oh, like, this girl don't know how to fucking iron clothes. What the fuck you mean? I can tell you the, iron clothes. I can't tell you the last time I used my iron. But here's the thing. It's not about like that, Shan. It's just more so it's like, oh, like, you don't have to know how to do it, but you can learn to do it. There are a lot of people who don't want to learn. <laughs> They're like, no, nah, like I am good. I don't need to know that. So wait, if you don't need to know it, what if it applies to you? What if you have a son or something like that? What if you have a daughter? What if you have to iron your own shit? There was a girl I used to date. I lied to you, not Shan. She told me, she was like, yo, like, I don't iron. She was like, oh. she said something that was so fucking ridiculous to me. She said, oh, I just hang up my clothes and use a wrinkle spray. I was like, 
what the fuck is wrinkle spray? She was like, oh, yeah, I just, I spray the clothes and I, I hang them up. And then the next, I said, like, wait, so your shit just smell like wet ass clothes? Is what you're saying? Let me, like, let me tell you something. Ironing for a man that is good to me is not a problem, right? But I've watched my mom iron for a man who disrespects. Mm-hmm in her absence and sometimes in her presence. I'm talking about mm-hmm. back room, guest room of the house, mountains of clothes. Mm-hmm. Iron for this man for the week. And the disrespect was there. So oh, if yep. I, I, listen, if I iron for a man, just know that is the equivalent of a, a man bringing a woman flowers. That is me giving yep. that man flowers. That is me showing my appreciation. I would say this also. I have never ironed from, for any one of my exes. Mm-hmm. And that, that is completely fair. Again, all <laughs> this is subject, you know, subjective to the person. You, It depends on how you want to do these things. I'm just giving a list, my personal opinion, you know, of ways that a woman can support a man. Uh, I'll move on to number three because I, I know number two, somebody's going to hate it. And that's fine. That's your entitled, you know, you're entitled to that. Number three for me, for how, you know, can women support men sometimes just being a little spoon a little spoon men have emotions uh we we aren't just hard dicks and misogyny no bullshit okay, wait like, wait there's somebody who punani is um moist and sometimes oh, they're fed dick oh lord what is the little because okay. i don't like to cuddle okay so for a woman who doesn't like to cuddle, right? Like sometimes the little spoon is like, all right, like I want to be held, but then when I don't want to be held, don't hold me. The big spoon is like, you know what? Like the person that's holding that person. So sometimes guys like, you know, just being like, they want to hold a woman for a second. I need this explanation. Is it hot pussy on back or is it soft dick on ass? It can be soft dick. It can be hard dick. Like when it comes to like, Okay, imagine putting two spoons together. Like, you know how when you get, like, that KitchenAid set of, like, like silverware and shit like that? And you have, like, the big spoons, right? And then you have, like, those little spoons. So you have, like, the spoons that you're supposed to use for, like, stirring up shit. Like, you know, you making, like, rice or something like that. And you're trying to scrape it with a spoon, right? So you got the big spoon. But then you got the little spoon that you use for, like, coffee or something like that, right? You, you stirring up the cream in the coffee. Like, there's the small spoon and there's a the big spoon. So... In the terms of relationships, like the guy, technically, he always wants to be the big spoon, right? He wants to be the guy, you know, the guy's right here. He's like laying next to the woman in bed. So he's laying next to her. He's holding her or whatever like that while she sleeps. I understand a lot of women sleep hot because uh, for some unknown reason, the only thing about y'all that's cool is y'all feet. And y'all keep trying to put them on us. I don't know why y'all do that shit, but it's a terrorist attack and I don't like that shit. But either way. The woman being the little spoon, she like lays up on him, butt poked out. He is either, you know, he got a half chub, he got a whole chub, or he got a, a, a nub. Like he, sometimes, like he on soft, he feel a little bit of ass on him, and it's like, you know what? Like, you know, I feel a little poke coming through. You heard that song that uh next did in the nineties? Sometimes you feel a little poke coming through, right? So <laughs> yeah, so, sometimes you have to have a little poke coming through. So. In regards to how can a woman, you know, support a man, sometimes just accept being a little spoon. Sometimes we want to fucking hold on to y'all. We want to be like, you know what? Had a long day. Shut up. 
Don't talk to me. Let's just lay here. Don't even talk. Don't talk. Sometimes just turn the fucking lights out. Let me just hold on to you for a second. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to hold you and know for a fact that I can confide in the fact that one, you silent. Two, I'm silent. And three, I'm just enjoying the embrace of a woman. But here's the flip side to that shit. The flip side is there are a lot of men, some of those same men, they want to be the little spoon. Chan, have you ever had to be the big spoon to a man? Um, put hot pussy on his back? Yes. When I, when I, I, the, I, if I wanted to so they can know it's I hot. Think you, trust me. <laughs> trust me. If you, if that's how you know for a fact a dude really fucks with you, like, mm. for real, for real, I, and I mean this shit from the bottom of my heart, and I hope that other men agree. If you as a man just lay down and you let a woman like cuddle with you like she's laying that like say y'all both laying in bed like you laying on your side she's laying on her side she turn over and she just like puts her fucking titties and pussy like on your back and you just you're like you know what i'm good I- i'm fucking good like i feel like that's probably the same i, I feel like how, how you know a man is completely secure with that woman is if he has the audacity and the trust to lay between that woman's thick thighs. Exactly. But that's another equivalent. When I'm talking about big spoon, little spoon, like, like I don't have, like, hair that can be braided or nothing like that. But, like, a man who just literally just, like, lets a woman just, like, say, for example, there's a couch. The guy sits on the floor, whatever, he watching TV. The girl comes and sits on the couch behind him and just starts playing in his fucking hair and shit. He just completely just goes, like, lets it go. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I, I like this. I need this. Sometimes we need that shit. That's a support mechanism right there. Being like, you know what? Like, she understands. Like, whenever you have, like, I don't want to say it to be disrespectful, but, like, if you have a pet, like, say, for example, you have, like, a puppy, right? You have a puppy. You know for a fact that whenever you come home, that puppy is like, yo, like, they're so excited to see you. Like, a lot of people get, like, puppies and dogs and stuff like that for that. They're like, yo, like, I need some companionship. I, I want to feel some emotion. But I I know for a fact that the dog understands me and I understand it. We connect. We don't know why we connect, but we know that we do, right? A lot of relationships are that exact same way, you know, between a you know a man and a woman or whatever your dynamic is in your relationship. Like sometimes that person should just be able to read you. Like when you come in the house, you know mm-hmm. for a fact that you walk in the door, that person looks at you and knows that you're having a bad day. So instead of giving you, you know, asking like, hey, how was your day? They can do that. And you're like, hey, it wasn't good today. Instead of going and making you like dive into the details of your day, mm-hmm. they just tell you to sit down and they just, you know, make you the little spoon. That could be the equivalent of, you know, sitting behind you, playing in your hair or going and laying next to you and say, you know what? We're just going to sit in silence and we're just going to lay here. All those thoughts, you can have those thoughts until they're gone. Because guess what? You got me there. That's one of the best because a lot of men don't really want to talk. Sometimes we just want to know, like, you understand from the limited amount of information I gave you, mm-hmm. and you're not questioning it. Everything doesn't come with, like, a phrasing. Because when we talked about the constructive criticism thing, like, some things just don't need an answer. They don't need to be trivialized. It's just like, yo, like, it is what it is. It was what it was. But guess what? We're here now. What can we do about it? Act like it doesn't exist, but we together in that moment. We need that shit. A lot of men don't really want to talk about that trauma because we feel like we're going to lose our man, you know, our manhood or we're going to 
feel like we're not being protective to you because we're like unpacking to you as if you don't already have enough shit going on. Like me as a man, like as a husband, as a father, I'm like, yo, I can't go to my wife all the fucking time. Like, yo, like I got a lot of fucking traumas I'm dealing with and shit that I'm dealing with. You know what? Let me just completely unpack on her. Like she doesn't have her own shit. Right. Cause we're men. We're always like, oh, like, I just don't want to add to some shit that she has for the sake of me saying, you know what I'm going to do? Like, I'm going to just unpack my shit on her. So now she got to sit with all the things that she knows that are bothering me, all the shit that she has to deal with on her own, and then having to be a mother, a wife, and all that other stuff. So sometimes it's better to be like, you know what? Like, let's just not say anything. You can deal with what you deal with, but I'm here for you. I want to let you know that I'm here for you by not saying anything and just honestly just being, existing. A lot of our relationships need to be built off the fact that we just exist together. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't want to do that shit. And it's sad. It's like, oh, like I, I, I know I'm happy with you. You're happy with me. Why can't we just exist? A lot of support means just like existing with that other person, which leads me into the last one. Before uh, you get to your last one, a lot mm-hmm. of people feel like they, they need more. And when you have a person that regardless of how good you are or how much mm-hmm. you do for them, always feel like they need more it's pointless to try to do your best to make this person happy because they will mm-hmm. never absolutely absolutely which i, I guess to, to my last point and this is going to be a little bit controversial but i don't care how can a woman support a man by not trying to replace their mother but being the woman that she wasn't hmm this one, it's going to be heavy. I'm not going to try to take up too much time. A lot of men, they want their woman to be like their mom, but not like their mom. A lot of men, they love their mom, but they hate them at the same fucking time. I can tell you, as a, I can tell you for a fact, I absolutely love my mom. But am I a mom, a mother's boy? Absolutely not. Not because I don't love my mom. It's because that's the woman who's known me the longest. She knows me like the back of her own fucking hand. But you know what? I don't want my woman to be my mom. I don't want her to have all those traits. I want her to know for a fact, you know what? I got appreciation for her. You can talk to my mom. You can say, you know what? Like, these are things that Greg likes. Like, because you know them the longest. Cool. Apply that, but make it better. When I say make it better, like, yo, like, if you know for a fact, like, my mom, like, for me, for example, like, my father and my stepfather both love to cook. My mom never had to really cook. So when it came to, like, now, when she comes over here, and she's like, well, Greg, you're cooking dinner. It wasn't because, like, my mom couldn't cook. She knew how to cook, but she had a man that could cook for her. So now when she sees me <laughs> doing the same fuck, I, I, mom, I'm sorry, I'm calling you mom, right? That's, that's crazy shit, right? So <laughs> when, I, when I talk to my mom, right, like, she would come over, and she's like, yo, where did you learn this shit? It's adaptive behavior. It's because, like, I, I saw you, mom, being happy because a man did for you. So now mm-hmm. I'm doing that for my wife as well. So when you know when I apply that to my wife, she's like, "Oh well, Greg, like you know, like I don't need you to be my mom. My mom is her own person. You are your own woman." Yeah. But you can definitely be like, you know what? Like, can you tell me some more about Greg? That way, I like I know. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of people in relationships need to start doing that. Like, yo, going to the source. Even, and if you can't go to the source, just look at the examples. Because trust me, uh, a man who's had trauma in their life from their family members, they gonna tell you. They're not going to say it, but they're going to show you. Like, if they don't fuck with their mom or something like that, or their parents or something, they're going to tell you. There's going to be little, like, breadcrumbs that they're going to leave. And you're like, you know what? Let me just pick these up on the way, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a sandwich out of it. 
And when you get to that something like, no, like it's like a fucking puzzle. You're like, all right, cool. I know for a fact they don't fuck with it this way. They don't do this. They don't do that. And then you get it. Because trust me, like me and my own, my own little personal traumas with like family, my mom and stuff like that. Like I never like tell Jess about it. But if I were to ever do it, she'd be like, yo, like you're unpacking. And it's like, yeah, I, I don't mind unpacking. But I also know, like I said, in the last bullet point, it's like, oh, like, I just don't want to ever do that to her. So when mm-hmm. it comes to like her being my, you know, my wife, you're my wife, but you can also learn things from my mom by just asking questions. And some moms are going to be like, nah, like I ain't going to tell you that because there are a lot of moms who just can't let their sons go. Yeah. They were like, hey, nah, that, that's my boy forever. His, you know, our relationship is our relationship. You got to figure it out on your own. And in, yeah. in that case, the, the answer to that for any woman who's ever going to ask, the answer to that is to continue to ask those questions. Mothers want you to continue to probe. The reason why they're doing that is because they're betting you. They want to make sure that you actually care enough to continue to ask. Is it the absolute wrong thing to do? Absolutely. I hate the fact that it has to be that way. I hate it. I've heard more women say, you know what? Like, I'm trying to connect with his mom by, you know, trying to be nice to her, try to invite her to brunches and shit like that. You ain't got to do that. Just keep asking about her fucking son. I, it's I, it's I, really that deep. I hate when my <laughs> brothers would, would find new women and I would have to watch how they phony, fake, try to exactly shit with my mom. I'm just like, bitch, you're yes. still not going to get it. You're still <laughs> not getting in, ho. I don't yeah, care you, what you buy her. You see it for yourself. It, like, you just, like, you don't have to do the phony shit. You ain't got to be like, hey, we're going to be best friends. I'm going to invite you. To-. No, don't do that shit. Go straight to her and be like, yo, I'm with this motherfucker right now. I, and I'm not saying it, like, literally go to them and say exactly word for word from what I'm saying. But basically go and be like, yo, like, tell me more. That way I can be a better spouse to him. And if the mom is not receptive to that, because trust me, like, they're, they're not going to be receptive. Some aren't. My mom was, she was receptive. But at the same time, she was like, yo, like she's standing on her guard because she's like, yo, that, that's my son. Yeah. Moms do that. I remember, so you- listen, I remember when um, Arya's dad, uh, his mom was asking me, you know, what, what, what are you trying, to, what type of relationship are you trying to have with him? I'm just like, nothing. We're just going to be parents to our kids because over the years since I've been 18 it's so funny today uh, the girls asked me when did I meet her dad and I had to tell him the story I said since I was 18 he has shown me that he's not of quality of a committed relationship with any woman Mm -hmm. it's not me it's not the girlfriend he's been with for years he's just one of those people who no matter how good you are no matter who you are, he's always going to feel like he deserves more. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that your son and I will ever be is parents to our kid. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about me trying to move in and swoop him and make him marry me. I don't want that because that's not the type of quality man mm-hmm. you make. And you know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? And, man. But, that, but, Shane, but that, that's the, tr- the thing is those, the mothers, they know that shit. They know their sons. Right. Shit. And the thing is, they want they don't want that girl to come in there and try to act like this motherfucker is the holy grail of men. They be like, no, like, 
I, I know that motherfucker before you got here. Like, I know he ain't shit. I just want you to present that to me. That way we can be like, you know, at least we agree on something. How can we make it better? Because at that point, you go from having a potential enemy to having a tag team partner. Exactly. And the thing is, once you go into a situation where you know for a fact that you don't have to worry about not just the man, but his mom either. You're like, you know, like I can call her and be like, you know what? He's fucking up again. And she can say, you know what? Well, guess what? These are the next three steps because he done done it before. At that point, you already ahead of the curve. To him, he's like, yo, well, damn, how the fuck you not? Oh, because you're friends with my mom. She's going to tell you. Well, you got damn right she's going to tell me because guess what? She realized that, you know what? Not only am I trying to stick it through, but I also am going to the source material. She's the fucking textbook. The mom is always the fucking textbook. She's going to tell you that shit. She's the historian. That's why I'd be I'm like, yo, like, it'd be right there for everybody. Nobody want to read the books. Yeah. So for me, like, you know, that's why it was number four for me. Like, don't try to replace them. A lot of women be trying to be like, all right, like, you know what? He, he telling me he don't get along with his mom. The reason why he don't get along with his mom, because the mom done read through the bullshit for so long. She tired of it. And she hoping some idiot like you gonna be like, you know what? I'm a super mom for speed. I'm gonna change him. You can't change that motherfucker. All you can either do is stick around enough for her to go and just put, you know, push him down the line. Because trust me, fathers gonna do that shit. Fathers will do that all, you know, walking the daughter down the aisle. Some fathers are like, you know what? Like, damn, I don't want to give up my daughter, but they know for a fact that guess what? Like, it had to happen at this point. I'm glad it was the right guy. Mm. I've been to an I've been to enough weddings where I've heard the groom be like, you know what? She made the right decision. What do you mean she made the right decision? Was she happy? Like, or was it the right decision for you? Because you were doing the betting the entire time. Now you got to put the power in your hand for you know a woman be like, you know what? The same thing with the mom. Put the power in your hand. The best alliance you're gonna ever make as a woman is not trying to be like buddy buddy with the mom. But understanding that she's always going to be there, regardless if you're there or not. Once you get that mutual understanding and you let her know that, don't let her be the first to tell you. Because trust me, they will. They'll be like, hey, like, I'm going to be here now and when you're gone. Let her know, you know what? I'm trying to be around as well. Because I see the same shit you see, but I just need your help. Because mm. I'm telling you, if, if you present it that way to a mom, bro, I'm telling you, there's nothing you can't get. She might make your plate at Thanksgiving. I lied to you not. You're like, wait, wait, what the fuck? I, th- I thought I was supposed to make his. No, he can make his own plate, girl. Like, no, he grown. He can make his own. Fuck. I've heard this shit happen. My uh, my fucking uncle, rest in peace to him. Like when he brought his wife, well, his wife at the time before he passed. Like mm-hmm. she, nicest woman in the world. Like I, I love my aunt dearly. She came to the house and everything like that. My grandma said, "Oh, he grown. He can make his own plate." And my aunt, she says, she was like, I understand that. But the thing is, like, I also understand with him, he needs a little bit of help. And my grandmother, she's like, what do you mean he needs some help? Mind you, the entire family knows how my uncle is. He's never had a woman who actually cared enough about him to be like, you know what? I'm going to do for you, but I'm also going to do for me as well. I'm also going to add. Go ahead. I would like to say this. This is a perfect example of Miserable women come in all shapes and all ages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you might be related to. And when they see a man finding his match, and when they see a man actually being appreciated by a woman, 
and they yep. never found a man to appreciate like that, they will yep. question that woman to death about why exactly. she's good yep. for a man. And yep. those type of miserable people I try my damnedest yep. to stay away from yep. or include yep. uh, about who I'm with or what my relationship life is like because miserable people will do their damnness to question your motives on why you're good to somebody that's good to you. And that, honestly, that was my grandmother. My grandmother was questioning why he was happy. She, like, a lot of family members only feel like the family can make that person happy. Like, it, like the family just lives and breathes by that person. Like, you know what? Like, we can only do it. They can't do it. Anybody from the outside just not here. They don't count, right? So my aunt, so she says, no, when I eat, he eats. And my grandmother didn't understand it at first. She was like, what do you mean? And she was like, I made my plate already. It's ready to go. But I'm making his plate as well. So when I go back and sit down, he still had to wait for me to get there. But we're going to eat together. That's all my fucking grandmother had to hear. Because <laughs> a, a lot of grandparents and mothers and stuff like that, they're expecting to be like, Especially the whole Thanksgiving thing was like, well, girl, you gonna make his plate? That's a test. They're gonna see, like, oh, are you gonna do that? Like, go make his plate first, bring it back to him, and then you go make yours. What the fuck? No, I'm gonna make my plate, I'm gonna make his plate, and then we're gonna get back here, we're gonna eat together. That's the answer that they want. But they'll challenge you to see if you're gonna literally go make a fucking plate, drop it off to him, then come back and talk to them, do the small talk shit. And then go, you know, and sit down and finally eat. My aunt, what she did, she made both plates at the same time. And I know how fucked up this sounds, but it's true. She went, sat down, you know, after she made the plates for her and my uncle, rest in peace to him. They ate together as their own family. My grandmother, she says to me, as sure as I'm breathing, she said to me, she was like, she's the one. I was like, what what the, wait, so you challenged her. And this is this is what fucked me up the most. I was like, "Yo, you challenged her with the expect you know expectations of what?" She was like, "I just wanted to see if she was going to challenge me, or if she was going to actually do right by him." And I was like, "That's the most convoluted fucking shit, bro." Yeah, I'm saying, I'm like, wait, so you want her to either do what you say or do what you expect? What if she just wanted her? <laughs> that, that don't make sense to me. So, you know, looking back at it now, the fact that we're talking about it, I'm sure he, like he's listening up high and he's like, yo, like it's funny thinking about it in jest, right? But it's like, oh, like sometimes it is what it is. So that's why I made the point of being like, you know, just don't try to replace their mother because, you know, you're not supposed to just be the woman that she wasn't. My grandmother didn't offer to make his fucking plate because she know he got legs. He can make his own fucking plate. Yeah. She wants to see. If you gonna do it, but the I thing is, say, oh, um, for me, I've never seen in all my years of you know being around my grandfather, my mom's dad, when he was alive, I've never seen him make his own plate, and I never seen that man wash dishes or mm-hmm. sweep. Not because he couldn't, because the women that he raised with his wife, my grandmother, made it so that. All he had to do was wake up, put on the clothes that she washed and ironed, go to work, come home and have a seat. And he yep. he can 
express. And when his food is ready, he's not waiting at an empty table. It's already on the table with all his utensils. There's nothing to ask her. And I feel like if that's the marriage he wanted and she was willing to give, boom. For me, I don't know. I kind of appreciate a man that could do both. Cook Mm -hmm. with me cook by himself or I cook wash if I can't wash, but that is a different time. Yeah. That's what like for me, like people like my mom, when she comes over and she's like, great, like you always cook. I'm like, yo, I like to cook. And it's not even just that. It's like, yo, like when people come from the outside looking in, they'd be like, all right, well, great. always cooking. They don't realize like just we'll make the baby's food and then I'll make our food. Like that's kind of like how it's worked for us. And how it's been working because it makes sense in at least in my head. So I'm like, okay, like you made the baby dinner, you you bathed the baby, you know, you put her to bed and stuff like that. I could be making dinner at that point. It, it's a tandem type of situation, and it works for us. So my mom, she you know, she pulled the whole idea. Well, why, why doesn't you know just cook when I come over here? I'm like, because I'm cooking for you. If you over here, I'm cooking for you, her, and me. She's like, well, Jess can cook. I was like, yeah, she can cook, but I know you. My mom bougie as shit. Imagine 34 years of living knowing that your mother is bougie. When I say she's bougie, Chan, she's this fucking bougie. She asked the lady at the bowling alley like three weeks ago. I think I told you the story already. We went to the bowling alley, and even though when you go to like a bar, restaurant, something like that, they always give you like filtered water, like water that's already filtered. It just comes in a glass, right? My mom says, and I quote, Oh, I don't drink out of, I don't drink water out of just glasses and shit. I need the bottle. I'm like, what the fuck? What did, when did this happen? Like, what are we talking about? Right? So then she goes and she's like, oh yeah, well, what bottles of water do you have? And she says, I, I guess the lady was like, oh, we have like Deer Park, we have Perrier, and we have like Aquafina. My mom reached for the Aquafina. I was like, mom, what the fuck? What? I almost slapped the goddamn bottle out of her hand. Do you know what Aqua, Aquafina is like? The sprite of waters, like no fucking water should ever tss when you open it. I never, no fucking water should do that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why Aqua. Anybody who's listening, shout out to anybody who's listening to Loud Mouth Stereo the podcast, and shout out to y'all who are listening on Stereo. Right. So if you ever go and buy yourself a bottle of Aquafina, I want you to do this. I want you to take the bottle. Don't shake it up. Just literally, just take that fucking bottle, sit it flat on like a flat surface, and open it up. That shit is gonna. When I say like you ever open like a like a warm Coca Cola, like it's been just sitting out for like twenty minutes, and you open it, it got that like that sound. That's what the fuck Aquafina sounds like. When you open Deer Park, it don't do that. When you open like you know Perrier water or something like that, it don't do that shit. Every time I've opened an Aquafina, like, and you can probably get it from like any place that sells Coca Cola, right? So like uh, Chick Fil A, Chipotle, McDonald's, and shit, right? If you open it up and it does that shit, no water should do that. And the reason why it has it is because it has salt and uh, magnesium chloride, I think. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it just have water? It's fucking water. So and I told my mom. Girls today, because you three different stories to find the water I like. And that, I'm, oh, do you water. see how funny that is? <laughs> do you see how funny, like, we talked about that, like, almost two hours ago when you were talking about water. I'm like, yo, now we got back <laughs> We got fucking back to water, right? So my mom, she goes and she's like, yeah, like, 
you know, Deer Park, like I have enough of that at home. I'm tired of drinking that. And she was like, Perrier, like who drinks Perrier water? Right? I was like, what the fuck? Like people drink Perrier. I would rather drink fucking Perrier water than a fucking water that has a hiss on it. Like what the fuck? Like, no, I don't want to drink that shit. So either way, you know, story less long, you know, my mom, she has her ways. So I told her, I was like, mom, like when I got with Just, I was like, just know, like, I, I love this girl. I care about this girl. And you can't convince me otherwise. And she was like, time will tell. And I was like, well, guess what? I ain't got nothing but fucking time. But I also knew that was just half the battle. Mm-hmm. The other, you know, the other half is not just impressing my mom or kissing my mom's ass, but to let her know I'm going to be here regardless if you're here. You got to deal with me at that point. And a, a lot of women, I really hope that when it comes to like, how can men and women support each other? That number four, like, you don't have to challenge her or have to compete with her. She already has her title. Like, she already knows, like, yo, I'm already in the fucking Hall of Fame. I'm good. I'm in the Hall of Fame of moms. But you can't fuck your moms. And a lot of guys get that shit wrong. They be like, yo, I want a woman to be just like my mom. I want her to do this and that. Yo, your mom ain't shit. Mm. Truth, truth be told, like, if you're going to keep it a being, like, your mom ain't shit. Your, your mom is the, the greatest mom in the world. But she could be an absolutely ass woman. And that's the difference with a lot of guys. A lot of guys will literally try to hold the prestige of what their mom is and try mm-hmm. to apply that to the woman that they're dating. But it's like, yo, like, what if the woman that you're dating is actually better than your own mother? She treats you better than your own mother. And it happens more often than not. But a lot of men are not going to say that because they don't want to be disrespectful to their moms. And God forbid if the woman that they're with challenges their mom, they're going to pick mommy first. Sometimes mommy has to be a loser. Sometimes mommy has to literally go get the switch, so to speak. She has to go and get spanked and realize, you know what? Like, there's a time. My mom had to have that. I'm sure somebody else's mom, like, mom had to have that. Some fathers have to have that. But since we're talking about men, like, you as a man can support your woman supporting you by honestly saying, you know what? I'm choosing you. My mom is always going to be my mom, but I need you. But it starts with a woman honestly knowing like, yo, like they're there to challenge you. The aunties, the cousins, the sisters, the mothers and shit like that. They're there to make sure that you're going to treat that person good. Their, their niece, I'm sorry, their nephew, their son, their brother and shit like that. They need to make sure that when they go and like relinquish all rights, that mm-hmm. you're going to do right by that person. I feel so like that's that's when men know they're ready for yep. a woman to be their wife when they can set boundaries for their mom. Yep. But I mean that that you know what? That should be another episode. Setting <laughs> fucking boundaries for parents. Please yes. Make a note of that. Setting boundaries for parents. Whew. Yeah. I, <laughs> that that's gonna be another two hour episode. Yeah, that's gonna be a two hour episode for sure. But I, I'm not quiet because I Greg texted me at the beginning, well, not the beginning, but closer to the beginning of this show and was like, let's do like a 40, 45 minute show tonight. <laughs> and I'm and just he, like, oh, Greg just, he in a talking mood. Okay. Yeah, that was at 925. But th- this episode, it resonated. But trust me, if we do that, that, uh, that parent episode I just said, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm letting you know this now is going to be a two hour episode. And didn't mm-hmm. we start the year saying we were only going to do like 
45 we minutes to an hour it. every episode. We started this second season saying we're only doing an hour episodes, and we killed that, like, I think by the third episode. Yep. It's your it's fault. Too much. No, it's your fault. You, you, got, you got more experiences than me because, I don't know, when it comes to, like, relationships for me, I knew within like the first three months who's going to be like long-term and who's going to be an experience only. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of the mom things and the family things um, I can't talk about, but mm-hmm. I like that you can because then it gives like the show kind of balanced. So I'm not just talking one-sided. So it's a good thing. But we got um, three messages, so I want to play them before we uh, close out of here. But definitely a good conversation. Absolutely. I don't think love has anything to do with anything physical. Mm. Like if we're talking about love, I don't think that has anything to do with a physical touch. Um. Just putting that out there. Mm. But as far as like a man making certain adjustments for a woman, if he really loves her or into her, I mean, I would hope so. But I don't think that defines if he loves her. It I all depends on love language. Like that, whatever your love, your love language is. I ain't got I think, much else to say about that. Everybody is different. I think everybody's different because two people could be in a relationship in the way that I show love to that person probably wouldn't resonate because that's not how they're used to getting love from me unless they tell me. If you do these things, then that tells me that you love me and I could be completely clueless. Yeah. You know? Hello. Hey, Shannon Gray. Um <laughs> My stuff is finally working now. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to say I don't have nothing much to say. I just want to say this is a great show and I just want to chime in to see if my um if I could leave a message. I hadn't been able to do it lately. So yeah, but great show. Keep going. Love you guys. Love you too. So she was like she couldn't leave messages and she was like in the shows that I was doing like the book club on Tuesday and she was mm-hmm. like she couldn't leave no messages she could just clap and so she had hit me in the messages um on I she was like so I wasn't ignoring you guys but I can't respond on a stereo I don't know what's wrong with this I was just like dang hopefully they fixed it so they fixed it. oh yeah Greg Aquafina is the worst of of all the bottle wars and um bottled waters aren't really no better than tap water <laughs> so you might as well be drinking tap water but yeah the aquafinas they're like the worst of of bottle of all the bottled waters that you can drink <laughs> i'm telling you no fucking water should sound like a rattlesnake when you open that shit i was like yo why the fuck that like what the fuck is that no no put that Anybody who drinks aqua uh, Aquafina is a serial killer, and you cannot convince me otherwise. I'm sorry, you cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where y'all thought y'all was gonna only do 45 minute shows. Y'all know 
y'all have the best advice, the most excellent content. So ain't no way in hell y'all thought that y'all was only going to be giving us only 45-minute shows every night, uh, every Saturday night or whenever this is that y'all do these shows. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was my fault. Listen, we keep it into Saturday night, but you know, like old times, it always boils over into Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Greg's fault. But mm-hmm. what about you? Like the thing is, you you asked me as a guy, but for you as a woman, like answer your question. Like I would love to hear how you feel about it. Like how can a woman support a man? Oh, oh! For me, how can a woman support a man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm All right, ready. don't stop me. Just let me finish my list. Uh, and, uh, I'm gonna mute myself. Hold on. Okay, so I feel like support for men looks like this from a woman. I think men today need and deserve peace. They want to know that they are also appreciated and believed in. Men believe. Um, they are loved through care, preparation, consistency, and loyalty. Men want to trust you. So when men confide in a woman that they love and in disagreement, she uses that against him, then you are you are killing it for the woman after you and you're killing it for yourself because he will never open up and say anything to you ever again in life because you use it against him. That is always men's fear when opening up to anyone is somebody using their truth against them to hurt them. Okay. Um, You should be a safe place for a man. Okay. And if you're a safe place for a man, that means what you do in front of him needs to be equally the same amount of integrity that you do when he's not around. All right. Um, Are you humble enough to not bring any drama to this man's life? Regardless of what media says, regardless of what other people assume, regardless of what your insecurities are. Um, When it comes to compliment, complimenting a man, progress I think is very important because even though society makes men feel like they have to lead all the time and they're not a man if they don't lead it doesn't mean that men don't second guess themselves it doesn't mean that men don't get scared or feel like um, the quote unquote challenge ahead is too much and that can be uh, family wise that can be uh, maybe picking up their their wife and their kids and moving across uh, a different state or a country and being able to maintain a lifestyle at this at this certain level. So I, I'm not a man and I will never know the pressure of t- asking a woman to marry him and then everything that that woman wants and everything that their kids deserve, having the pressure of, Okay, I asked her. She said, I do. Now it's on me to really put into effect all the things that she needs and wants from me. Also, my children and balance my career. Like, I will never know what that will look like because I'm not a man. But I feel like, you know, complimenting a man's progress and encouraging him as he's taken on those risks is very important. Remember it to be kind and never throw deep trauma 
that he shared as a jab in your defense and being honest about where a man is in your life is very important. I think a lot of men are out here assuming why that woman loves him and wants him. And the best thing for that man is the reality check of I am with you because of this and let that reason be honest. Because if not, they're in for a rude awakening when they actually meet a woman that wants to be honest with them about what their position is. Just like women who are spoiled by their daddies at a young age. And then they get out here and they're trying to find a man to spoil them like their daddies, but won't tell them what they're doing wrong, will always make them feel like they're right. And that man does not exist unless he is a chump, unless he knows that he's not worthy of any woman outside of being able to buy her, will you find a man like your dad? Because the reality is we all need correction. The reality is, as a woman, the only men that I respect are the ones that's able to guide me, give me wisdom, uh, meet me with action, and also be able to correct me in a polite manner, in a polite tone, for the betterment of me. Okay, so not wanting a man to tell you where you're wrong is not going to help you. (laughs) Um, Also, emotional help goes a longer way with men instead of you, instead of you asking, what do you want me to do? Well, what do you want me to do? I do this and it's not good enough. What do you want me to do? If you ask a man that and that tone, he's going to tell you nothing. Because everything you do comes with a fucking attitude that he doesn't need. If you honestly want to help, shut up. And he will tell you. He will tell you verbally, emotionally, or physically how you can help. If you feel like he has never done those things, and he has, it's probably because you're too busy having an attitude when you should be observing what he needed. Um. And lastly, what I have on here is to learn about your man's needs. Every man has needs. Are they different? Yes. But your man is what you need to worry about. Not Instagram's men, not Twitter men, not men in men's magazine. You're a man. Because I know the difference between being with a man that wakes up and works out at 5 a.m. and a man that I've never seen work out. And a man that sweats while he's talking to you and should work out and has the body mass of being a great quarterback, but plays no football. I know about it all. But my thing now at 34 is I have no interest in being with a man that says he wants uh, long-term relationships with me, but doesn't take care of his health. His health. So you're a liar. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you're setting me up to be a widow. And I don't want to uh, plan long-term time with a man that's not taking care of his health, but wants to have a family. That makes no sense. Same thing with women. If you're drowning your body in alcohol for the last you know, decade, and you're talking about, oh, I'm going to have a baby in my 30s, you, you polluting your body all up with whatever you're smoking. Your body is not going to be able to carry a child with all of that shit in there. 
So just like you preparing your body with BBLs and your lashes and your hair to catch a man, prepare your insides also to carry his child. Because a lot of men, if you cannot carry their child, fuck the wedding, fuck the lifestyle. There's no point in him doing all of that thing, all of that stuff, if that's not what the result's going to be. And a lot of women carry relationships with the illusion that they can have babies when they know they have an issue with it. And I'm not blaming all women who have an issue with pregnancy, but I am saying there's a responsibility for men's bodies and there's a responsibility for women's bodies. And that's all I have on that, Greg. (laughs) I know Greg's mouth was moving. You still on mute. Get off mute. Yo. Oh, I said Shannon's out here talking in size 72 font right now. She is unloading on you motherfuckers. I said that shit on mute. I was like, oh, she is in 72 font right now in fucking Aryan. Uh, what is it? Uh, Ariel Sands and shit like that. Oh, yeah. You was in. Get the. With, with the bold Anatolic, she let you know. I emphasize that. I'm sitting here. Like, if I had the gavel, I'm like, yo. <laughs> Case dismissed. Next case. <laughs> Next case. Come on now. Man. This shit could be so simple. It, it could really be so simple, man. Everything you said, except, man, I, I actually lifted up my hand when you said with the fucking uh, the BBLs and shit like that, destroying bodies with alcohol and stuff. Like, mind you, I like to drink. I, I, I will be the first person to tell you that. But what I also know is you got to balance that shit. My wife yeah. be like, Greg, you made, you made a drink and you're sitting here watching an all-star game. Well, guess what? I can do that. But I'm not out here going and doing what a lot of people do, which is being out here fucking having fucking 14 drinks, having shots and shit like that, and then coming home and expecting loving. Like, no, mm-mm, you don't do that. The same thing with people just not knowing their value, the Brazilian butt lips and shit like that. Like, you live in for the next five years, but what about the next 20? Mm-hmm. When, when, when you literally can't fucking move because your back hurt or like one of like... I can't say anything because I'm like I'm sworn to secrecy about a lot of things. But just mm. one this one person fucking every 18 months they got to go back to the DR to go get their body fixed. They got they got to go fix their lips, go fix the fucking uh the the chin, go get another tummy tuck because yes you got a tummy tuck in August but by fucking February you right back in there because you don't want to go to the gym. You lazy motherfucker. Like, you, you see what I mean? Like, at some point, you got to understand, like, like y'all living for now, but it's like, that shit is fun. I'm going to tell you how fun life will be. I'm 35. I don't remember fucking 24 to 27. I remember 21. Remember 22. Remember 9. Remember 30. Everything else has been a fucking blur. There are a lot of people right now, and I don't even want to just make it an ageism thing. The last two years should have been the best course of action for corrective behavior for a lot of people, and they still don't fucking get it. Two years being alone, being isolated. Honestly, this should have been the reset for a lot of people who didn't get it right to start to get it right, and they still had it. They even gave people $1,400 three times. It was like, you know what? Like, Even if you can't fix it, try. You know what you did? Got a fucking butt lift. Went and bought all the fucking Jordans, all the Nikes and shit like that. Went partying and shit like that. And it's like, yo, like, what is that, like, that momentary, like, 
time in that capsule, yeah, it was fun. You blew it. But now what? You're sitting there with nothing. So with, with the guys and stuff like that, like, you did what you did, but now what? For the women, you went and got that surgery, but now what? I, I, I just don't get it. Like, where do you go at this? Like, now that you've got what you want, how can you apply it to somebody else? How can you make somebody else happy knowing that, like, all you're going to think about is you. You're making enhancements on yourself, but it has absolutely no value to anybody else but you. I have, I have, I have some supportive tips for everybody, man or woman. Um, just some quickies. I think people should learn about who they're with. Mm. I think people should shut up and listen up. Mm-hmm. I think timing is everything. I the right time there is such a thing as a stupid question stop letting people tell you there's no such thing there is do not hide your problems don't assume and if you struggle to ask or start up to be supportive to somebody you can start with i'm here for you how can i help it's not hard you don't have to look for a right time to step in. I think being uh, a constant reminder verbally, mentally, and emotionally to someone that to remind them that they are loved, that you back them. And even if y'all having a disagreement, the respect isn't lost. Do you honestly want the person you're with to succeed with or without you or only with you? Now, that might be a struggle for a lot of people because they're like, well, what's the what's the point? What's in it for me if they succeed without me? It's because being a kind, genuine person means regardless of if the ending result includes you, you want this person to be successful. That's the start of being a genuine good person. Being nice is basically you're doing it for an ending result. Being kind is you're going to do it regardless. Regardless of if they treat you like shit, regardless of if they disrespect you in the end, regardless of if they drop you in the end, they can never look back and be like, yeah, I did this to her, but remember the times when she did this. Or yeah, I did this to him, but remember when he did this, so I feel justified. Realness is what needs to be rewarded, not you being a coward, not you, you know, yeah, you was doing dirt, but he never let me find out. Stop allowing those women to fill your head up with the illusion of that's love or that's security or that's the benefit. Because if you ask a lot of men today who they are as men and who they were growing up, if they got better. Would you want a boy like you or a young man like you dating your daughter? They're going to tell you no. Because they know who they truly are. They knew who they were. Okay? And I think sometimes you can ask women that. Knowing who you were in your 20s and knowing how you did men in your 30s, would you want your son marrying a woman like you? And they'll probably say no. 
reassure the person that you're committed to that you are committed to the relationship and the standard and the value that they have regarding family or regarding togetherness. Because a lot of people, you know, when they get asked, um, is, is your wife happy or are your kids happy? They're quick to be like, yes, they're all happy. But if that same person that's asking you that goes to ask your kids or your wife or your husband and the, the answer is not yes or they or they struggle with giving you that answer, then that tells you there's some loopholes there and you have assumptions and there's some work that needs to be done. So for me personally, I've never cared about what a person's relationship looks like. Like right now I'm watching this soccer player who's married to this beautiful woman. I don't even know her name because this shit is in Spanish. It's on Netflix and they have a beautiful family and they have multiple houses and they have all these cars. And I seen this woman in different images dolled up and looking like she's living the life. But to me, her life doesn't mean anything, in my opinion, if they really don't spend time together and they really don't understand each other. Right now, it's just telling me her life is just looking rich and having his kids and enjoying the luxury. And regular people like me that still, you know, work a nine to five and we don't have these luxuries you got to sit here and watch this and think that this is it. This is not it. Because a lot of people feel like if they can just provide a person a luxurious lifestyle and they can marry them and they can make babies and they can pay for them to go wherever they need to go, then that's, that's quality. That's what it is. Thanks. And a lot of times these people be old eventually and empty as shit. And by the time they have to actually be in the same house with each other, they don't know who they are. Exactly. Exactly. I don't even have a counter. It's just fucking exactly. You, you know me. Like, I always got like, nope, nope. It's just that. It, it's not even that deep. It's just that. That's crazy. But the, the, like, what do you do though? Like, never mind. Never mind. I, I, nope. Mm-mm. You stay authentic and you stay genuine until you come across people that reflect who you are, period. That's what you do. And yep. sometimes, yes, that does mean you're so low for a long time. And sometimes, yes, that does mean that you're frustrated some days. But at the same time, I can sit here comfortably and feel like um, I'm not giving someone my affection and my emotions and my mental space that I can't afford. And I'm not talking about in money. I'm talking about in time and just peace wise. I can't afford to give someone more than they're giving me. That's why I was matching my DPs in because sir, if you can't ask for what you want and I could go without today, then I just, the conversation is going to stop and the conversation did stop because what yeah, at some point, like you, you have to be proactive in what you want, in, in that regard. So, I, I'm sorry for him. Like, trust me. Like, he he made the podcast better, so I should be thanking him. I'm like, fuck, you gave us an extra fucking hour and a half. I appreciate you. Thank you. But at the same, like, never mind. Never mind. I, I've talked enough for tonight. All, 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 
all, all I do want to like leave people with is this like I hope we don't try to come off as like fucking relationship and sex experts. We're not. We're just people who honestly we read the fucking room. Um when when it comes to being podcasters and more importantly just regular fucking people, the only reason we had these conversations outside of the fact that we're friends is because we're observant. A lot of you guys who listen and stuff like that, you probably are just as observant. So none of this stuff that we're giving lip service to is like, it's not like it's just something new for y'all. Like y'all know these things. We're just putting it in a way that we can contextualize and say, you know what? Like it made sense to us. So we hope that it makes sense to you. My personal gripe is the fact that I feel like the shit should be so simple. And somebody was like, Oh, Greg, it's not that simple. But I'm like, yo, like I'm getting it because I see it. Like when Shan says things, I'm like, yo, like Shan says it not because like she can fucking predict the future. It's more something like, yo, like these are lived experiences. If we're living these experiences, at what point do we actually kind of like sit back and observe? Shan does it. Greg does it. Other people do it. We're only talking at, not to, we're talking at the people. It's like, yo, like you ever like just been, but like behind the glass and the other person on the other side can't hear you. But you're like, yo, like I'm watching and you're fucking up. Like, the, like the, the killer's right there. Like, don't go and open that door. The killer's behind the door. They don't know it, but you know it because you've seen this shit before. You've seen this movie 17 fucking times. And it's going to have the same fucking ending. But that one time that you actually watch it, you're like, you know what? I'm not watching the movie. I'm experiencing this shit. And it actually changed. You're like, oh, you're kind of surprised because they switched it up. I just really wish people would switch some shit. Yeah. Especially knowing that a lot of people have like a history of doing the same fucking thing. We're only talking to people who continue to perpetually like make these mistakes. And sometimes we're talking to the new people who just honestly don't get it because we'd rather you avoid that shit. Trust me, a lot of the things that I've done that I feel like were mistakes in my life, I'd rather people just not do. But I'm not going to tell people in like expert Greg mode, like, yo, I did the shit so you don't need to do it. Because trust me, they could do it and succeed. So I'd rather you live it, but I also want to let you know, like, hey, by the way, uh, that road, it got some hot coils. Like, it's it's not like going to be a perfect road to get to where you're getting to. Or just watch out because this can happen. I'm not going to tell you, Ayo, definitively it's going to happen because it happened to me. When it comes to a lot of relationship talks and stuff that we have, especially when it comes to, like, men and women supporting each other the only reason why i'm so like passionate about this shit is because it's a question that's always asked but no one's ever listening for an answer it's like this is what i think this is what i think but nobody ever like puts their brains together and say you know what how can we actually like come to like a consensus of what it should be it's never that way when I look on, and I know people hate when I say like social media, but that's the only like measuring stick outside of real life. You motherfuckers don't date in real life. I, and I only say that because it's true. They got, when I was dating, when my wife and I met, we met on fucking what, Plenty of Fish. And that was fucking 2011 when dating was taboo. Where people were like, oh, well, you know, online dating is all about like fucking, right? Fast forward, it's fucking 2021. 2022, even 2020, during the pandemic and shit like that. Like I said a couple minutes ago, during the pandemic, you had the ability to learn yourself, know what the fuck you want from a person, go and present that to that person. 
A lot of people still haven't done that. They haven't learned themselves. So when Shan's talking about people going and getting like BBLs and guys out here lying on their dick and shit, like, yo, like the reason why is because they don't want to know better. They know better. They don't want to know. And they definitely don't want to present like that. They'd rather be naive. Mm. So, so it's like, well, what, what do you really do? The reason why like this episode makes so much sense and it resonates to me because I'm like, y'all, like, I was there, but I wasn't to this fucking extreme. Now I feel like the grandpa who's like, yo, like, y'all music ain't like my music, but it's, I'm, I'm not even that fucking old. I just be sitting there sometimes, I be watching people tweet and they talk at each other and they go and they make their experience like the law. Like, yo, like, this man did me wrong, so all men ain't shit. And it's like, huh? Like, is, is that what it is or is that what it was for you? And the same thing with guys, like, oh, all, all these women got OnlyFans and shit. They probably do, because you motherfuckers are paying. Like, yes, like, it can be both. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, it's just weird. We literally had two fucking years in the house, Shane, and people still haven't figured out what makes them happy and applying that to a situation where they can add a plus one to that shit. Like, no, like, what makes me, what makes me happy? Like, literally, how can another person make me happy? What can they do to support me? And go and say to that person, yo, like, I got my shit together. Here's what you can do. And present it like that. When you go to a job interview, one of the questions they're going to ask is, what value do you bring to the company? Why should we hire you? And even if you lie about it, you still know for a fact that, you know what? If they say, you know what, you got the job, you still got to either learn the job, you got to apply the job, or you have to bullshit your way through. There's only one of three ways, and it's the same thing with dating. But the issue with those three is when you try to bullshit your way through a relationship, eventually it gets found out. But in relationships, you don't get fired. You don't get demoted. It's one of those things where it's like, yo, like it comes out, they figure it out, but it's on them to decide what they're going to do. I get to the Damn. point times today, like just watching people because I'm not in a relationship with anybody, but I get to observe many relationships. And I think that's very important. And if you in the in-between stage of a relationship I think taking out time to observe people and I'm to a point where I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to tell anybody that the way that they think about relationships is wrong because maybe Mm -hmm. your version of relationship is what works for your personality and I can't tell you that that's not my business Mm -hmm. yeah it's all interpretive so yeah, we got three messages and then we go close out. But, Let's see. What is Dylan talking about? Baby, lock them doors and turn them lights down low. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, so, okay. I feel like you're right. A lot of people don't be listening for an answer. 
But I also feel like people don't be communicating what they need. Like, I would feel Mm. like we'd be lying to ourselves. Like, what do you need from somebody to feel supported? And Mm. then, like, can you communicate that? Because, like, sometimes I'll be thinking, like, oh, these are the things that I would do to support someone. But maybe that's not what makes them feel supported. Uh, I'm willing to do what they want. depending on what it is, to feel supported. But I need to know what it is. And, like, sometimes people just be acting like you mind readers. You're not. I literally told this guy recently, I was like, look, uh, so you want to hang out next week or not? Because, like, honestly, I've been waiting for you to ask me, and I'm not a very patient person. Like. (sighs) That's real. That's real. Can you imagine having to, like, like just say what you want. That? Just say what you Great. want. That's what I did. I said what I wanted. Mm. Maybe if people would be more honest about what they want and what they're looking for and how they feel supported and what they're willing to do to support someone, then things would go better. Agreed. That, that's always the right answer. Maybe, baby, baby, baby. Yeah, oh, love. my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Celine Dion. She had us in a chokehold for many years. Yes, she did. Um, oh, God. Anybody in a relationship right now, I just hope you feel supported and I hope you have the right person that can support you. This has been the Mild Stereo Podcast. My name is Shan from She Gets a Podcast and many other podcasts. That is Greg from Young Black and Bother Podcast. Please check it out. Oh. Mild Stereo Podcast is an actual podcast in itself. What does that mean? It means you can find it on all of your podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, Radio Public. Um, We are a podcast that is off of Red Circle, which is an online uh, podcast platform. So this whole show, if you commented, if you dropped the message, will be recorded and played on the podcast Monday morning. It is Sunday. 1247 on the East Coast. I sound like a fat lady because my child is laying on my chest, being the ultimate cuddle buddy. I don't like cuddling. And um, we've been doing this show since 9.30 p.m. And I want to thank everybody that came through, everybody that dropped a message. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Lorme. Thank you, Tiara. And um, uh, what was, who's that, Devin or, or somebody else that dropped in? Some, um, you know, songage, some songage. That's a word. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you. Good show, Greg. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man. Now, I, I think the, the wife went to bed, so I'm not getting none tonight. I'm completely fine with that. I'm going to continue mean, to. Both of us, he wanted to say that he was well, hungry. Well, he, well, here's the thing tonight, I get to be the big spoon. I get to just lay up on her, and then in the morning, I ruin her life a little bit. That, that's how, <laughs> this is how it works. You, like, again, when it comes to how can men and women support each other, fuck each other in the morning sometimes. Oh, just wake them up, wake them up and fuck them up real quick. That is a great way to support. Either you're going to su- get supported by this dick, or you're going to get support by needing to figure out how I, your legs ain't working. Okay. One or the other. No. One one of the others. It's past the child's bedtime. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yes, it's past our bedtime. It's almost 1 a.m. So, again, 
Thank y'all for listening. Facts. We are out this thing. Enjoy your Sunday. If anybody asks you for a favor today, tell them no. Oh, it's Lord. Sun- Just, yeah, tell them no. It's Sunday. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.